You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 65. Porcelain teapot as it sucks in and in and in. As uh, the brickstone itself starts shaking and becoming unstable. It's, which brickstone are you in? Uh, Furthest one out. And the tombs. The tombs. Wait, handle more. The tombs start collapsing down and falling. And as you look Just out, into dust. As you look out the door of the brickstone, you realize why. The clouds, uh, uh, the clouds in this cloud prison are starting to clear as sunlight is starting to shine down and uh, shards of rainbow light start filling up this entire place and holes start forming in the cloud ground and you can see that the brickstone, uh, the brickstone is starting to lose its consistency as the, uh, as the floor beneath it is, uh, as the magic holding this entire place apart seems to be dissipating. Baron yells out, Remember the cord where it's damn! <laughs> and Baron disappears beneath the floor. And next you hear Aurora shout, Damn! 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 Springcorn, oil vein, air jaw, drop down, mop, gone. <laughs> Dristan, last above, taking a quick, uh, quick yeah. sight of the, uh, quick sight of the Amazing. prison. Probably slightly disappointed that you can't stick around to explore yeah, totally. the uh, oh, the magic and the really structure nice. of this place. Disappears all superhero landings into the clouds. <laughs> all right, that was, <laughs> that was, great. Thank you for that that. was uh, absolutely uh, pretty good. Let's see. Oh yeah. That? yeah, that's essence. Place. This is uh, this is essence place, right? All right. Actually, my name is. And a moment later, yeah, we we changed cultures. As uh, <laughs> spicy, he's gonna make tacos oh, to celebrate. Get my out. <laughs> you got to feel. As each of you uh, catch your breath from the jarring drop back down to the surface. I mean, it's like a fall at first, and then a blink of an eye later, you're just standing in the thing. There's like there's like a slam on your feet, but it's not that hard. It's just like unbelievably disorienting. acceleration to terminal velocity, and then it brings you down. And before you can even really catch your breath, you feel Essence hands on you, yanking you out of like the receiving oh, yes. circle. Out of the Donkey Kong barrel. He goes, he's grabbing each person. <laughs> we really should have like come up with a way to wait, like wait 10 seconds, it's next person. It's a process person. to get some improvement. <laughs> yeah. But oil vein and bear drive went down deep. Yeah, right? And then just kind of mutated together. Yeah, right. I am oil job. 
Essen, uh, as Essen grabs, as Essen grabs uh, Drewston last and comes out and he goes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then uh, uh, he pulls out and he says, what's going on out there? Oh, we got it. It's in the teapot. And he, like, he, there was panic in his eyes a moment ago, and then silence as he looks. Where's the uh, oil veins holding the teapot? He looks and he says, you, you've done it. We've got it. We've got it. He reaches out for the teapot. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you see his hands <laughs> trembling. He says, may I? Oh, please do. It's uh, still shaky. <laughs> He turns it very slowly around no, in, in his hands, uh, uh, and he lifts up the um, he lifts up the lid of the teapot and looks inside. And you can see a storm swirling inside here, uh, inside the teapot. That's a strong brew. And he says, "This is. I never thought I'd see the day." He says, "Oh, though I hoped I confess, but." Oh. And he. Uh, his, his hands are shaking, and he hands it back to whoever's closest. Like just hands it over to Mock and I'll Oil Bane. Calls for a drink, huh? Mock uh, uh, says, "Give it to Berger. He carries all of our stuff." Okay. And he hands it to Berger, <laughs> and he immediately just collapses into a chair nearby him. Sticks it in the pot. Uh, I grab the alchemy jug. And pull the. Isn't there a wine one or something? There's no. A celebratory. Out. Yeah. Ooh, Watch out for that acid. Pull the ale cork. <laughs> oh, no, man. Oh, acid. the cork. Mayonnaise. Finally, a celebration. Uh, uh, and I said, Essen, clarified mayonnaise. Get out your finest. Your finest goblets. Oh, they should celebrate. How many goblets do you think he has? I only have one. <laughs> he stands back up and he says, Yes, a celebration! Indeed, it does! And he uh, runs downstairs and uh, uh, you hear clattering of things and a crash of some glass. And then he. Uh, are you guys oh, coming downstairs? Is uh, upstairs is like the lab. Yeah, he he stays downstairs. He's, he's uh, at his tiny little table that's only big enough for one person. He uh, lays out. It's, it's like. M- mugs of different sizes and such, and there's one short uh, still. Yeah. And he says, "That's my finest stuff." Uh, I broke one. <laughs> it's my only stuff, and I broke one. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I can fix that. It's on the ground. Yeah, I use my mending cantrip. Oh, that I learned from the Goliath people. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, he takes out a little uh, bone needle that the lady was using on uh, to make his rabbit's cloak. Uh, so adorable. Uh-huh, and uh, he goes over to it and kind of manipulates the needle in the air and the, the pieces mend back together. He says, oh, got that one for you. And he puts it back on the table, knocking over five times. He says, <laughs> five oh, thank you. Uh, uh, he looks around and he says, I've got some drinks. And what uh, kind of pour him strong and deep because that was the craziest shit that I've ever seen. Does he take out rum and ginger ale and make us dark and stormy? He uh, he's got some uh, in a in a jug like a uh, you know it's a wooden like uh, cask like a small a one pony keg like a little pony keg. He uh, he goes and fishes it out of a corner and he says uh, he says I spent some time brewing it myself. 
And he says, family trade and all that. Out of what? And, uh, and he taps it. I don't know how you actually tap it. The bunghole. Well, you tap the bunghole and you put in a, a, like a spout where you just pour it out of the bunghole. He taps the bunghole and he starts pouring it out into each glass. Mm-hmm. Sets it down. And then, uh, right in front of everyone. Is this, uh, is this an ale? Right is this a wine? Is this a spirit? Ooh. What do we got it's here? It's gotta be a spirit. It's got it. Oh, it's a spirit. It's like, yeah. it's like moonshine. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like, this is like, it's like prison liquor. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's clarified <laughs> elemental milk. Oh, <laughs> nasty hooch. Love that jam, huge. Just reach out. I mean, he says family trade. Yeah, his family also doesn't get out much. Well, yeah. I mean, again, just just because it's not a brand name doesn't mean it ain't good. Yeah, and he uh, <clears throat> he. That's mighty fine. <coughs> It'll knock, <laughs> knock the grease off that that falling concrete contraption we sent your way. Yeah. What happened to that, Barrison? He. Doesn't respond. He gets up and he opens up another cabinet. He uh, uh, he he did not pour his own his own glass. And uh, reaching into the very back of a cabinet, he gets out a uh, what looks like a positively ancient bottle. Just, I mean, the the glass is uh, uh, the glass is scratched and warped. The uh, uh, the cork looks like it must be hundreds of years old corking this thing and the label is whatever might have once been readable on the label has like mold has grown on the label and he cradles it carefully and sits down in the one chair since everyone else is standing (laughs) his place and he uh his chair he sets it down on the table and he just stares i wouldn't be opposed to using some of those paints to make some chairs (laughs) (laughs) it's the illusion of a chair I believe it's real. <laughs> Who pulled that chair out from under me? My mind will explain everything. What? I mean, I was, it, Mark, Mark is Mark is drinking, and you know, I think Essen has the stage here. Yeah. He. Yeah, he's just. Like, um, we have like a generation. You guys are like drinking this thing, talking about. I think the, the dwarves would respect something that a family's been working on for like hundreds of years, and like. Oh look, yeah, we've been trying to make this, build this yeah, thing. So for tell me years. how Mock acts. I would say, I, I would say simply, well, but let's, yeah, let's let's be more explicit. He says, Essen, I imagine a, a fairly heavy burden has been lifted. Your family being in this other business for so long too. What? Uh, how does this? Uh, what does this mean for you? Takes a deep breath in. He says, I've been trying to figure that out myself. And he, uh, he taps the, uh, he taps the, the cork, not taps like the keg, but taps with his finger. Yeah. <laughs> taps the cork on his bottle and he says, I've been, my family has saved this bottle since long before, uh, it says, long before I was born to be opened, only after the threat of the tempest is at last set to rest. And he, uh, he looks at it, and he says, I'm not sure it's time to open it yet. Why not? Uh, the Tempest is out of your hands now? It's trapped safely? He says, my family's charge is not to walk away from the Tempest and leave it, uh, uh, and have it not be my concern anymore. The Tempest is my concern. It is my only purpose. She he says, and, it, and he looks to, he looks at the, uh, teapot that, uh, or he looks at Bearjaw's pack. Or maybe it's hanging on the outside of the No, pack. she stuffed it, he stuffed it in there. He looks at Bearjaw's pack, sitting on the ground, probably, without she's wearing it, standing here in the house. And he looks at her pack and says, 
And he says, oh, The Tempest is <laughs> less of a threat now than it ever has been to, uh, uh, to these lands. As long as it remains in that thing. He says, and it will hold it. But, he says, it's not gone. Back to the chaos, you mean? Uh, uh, he nods. And he says, yes. Baron makes a bench. <laughs> Out of the paints? Yeah. Baron is like using the. That's the end, and he gets the depth for free. No one has ever, no one has, uh, ever drawn anything with the paints other than uh, Drewston's unseen servant. So Baron is the first to uh, grab, grab the paints out of Bear Jaw's pack. And, like, I think that'll work. Yeah, it will. No, you got a long bench. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh! Hidden skill of Master It's been Baldur. like a day since he's gotten a sat in a chair. It's like, oh, that's good. Sips his ale. Mox says, well, uh, our plan is to use this for a, for a, we talked to him about the airship, right? Yeah. For, for, for uh, really as a, as a vehicle, uh, a chance to, to navigate a great distance in a, a, a very short amount of time. He says, and I think that there's n- no greater way to uh, uh, to put it to this evil thing than to put it to use of good people. He says, he says, I'm proud of, he says, of where this is going and what it will be used for. Well, as in your commitment and skills may be very helpful because I'm convinced that the Dryad what is trying to build this ship is batshit crazy. She sent us to go find this thing, calling it a sprite, and seeming to minimize the task of doing what we were able to accomplish, which you're saying is very legendary. Aye, I would say between her and you, I like the cut your jib quite a bit better. <laughs> so, your concern over the outcome here... He looks and he says, I appreciate that. I don't meet a lot of people. And he says, and I'm never quite sure how uh, my... Uh, Hermetic uh, lifestyle? My, uh, my, my actions and attitudes would be uh, perceived. I appreciate well. that you've done nothing but dealt forthright and honest with us. He sort of uh, cocks an eyebrow and he says, Is that not the normal way? Huh. It ought to be. Oh, good And Mox says, Well, what we have here is, and we've got ourselves a right good captain in Grumbar. And we've got uh, someone crazy enough to build this thing. We don't really have an engineer who is going to help us on the journey keep this thing upright, uh, as far as I know. Because Balanos made no mention of coming with us, and if anything, kind of seemed to infer that we were going to be her crash test dummies. I to admit, I, I feel like I have greater, greater trust in you than... Maybe the engineer or current pilot, the, the builder or current pilot of, uh, of this thing. I, they're, they're strange folk. Gromba eats things whole. He uses shit to pilot his vehicle. I, it's very strange. Essen, you're an interesting individual. Uh, I mean, I'd love to pick your brain more about your time here and your family's time here and how long you've been here for. Fucking came with us to give us plenty of talking time. He, uh. Plus, I don't have a bloody idea of how that teapot thing works. And if this thing could get out again, 
I, I wouldn't like that. It was a real pain to put it there in the first place. He has gotten up while the last the last couple of things you guys have said and says, uh-huh, mm, I see. And uh, you see he's grabbing stuff from different shelves, like various uh, uh, miscellaneous thing, a couple of uh, vials of I different liquids, uh, <laughs> uh, a uh, velvet little sachet that he places, and he's uh, piling up more and more on this table, like next to the glasses or the mugs and such. And uh, he says, "Oh, one moment." And he uh, he bounds upstairs and comes back down, holding a, uh, a leather sack with a bunch of straps around the outside and pouches and stuff. And he opens it up and he starts piling this stuff in. Excellent. Mark continues to drink heavily of the moonshine. I just need to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just need to ask a question. Oh. <laughs> Are you coming with? Does that mean you're coming with us? You're packing up. Pack this is for your things. You invited me, right? He yeah, says, uh, yes, yes, of course. I'm, I'm sorry, did I not answer? I don't meet a lot of people. I says, yes, I'm coming with you. Right. Don't yeah, we've got a new friend. He says, oh, I have nowhere else to go. My, I suppose <laughs> what I would like to see is a bit more of the world. And as I said, I was feeling a little uncertain about uh, completely uh, leaving my charge behind as safe as it may be now, and this seems like a logical, logical next step for me. I mean, if things go the way we expect, we'll be seeing quite a bit of the world, and you know, there's lots of people out there, maybe we can even find you a date. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I, like I wouldn't like that. He says, it's never quite happened for me like it did for my, uh, my father and his father and his mother. Yeah, what was the plan when you got too old to do this. How old are you? He says, I figured eventually uh, I would need to uh, convince somebody to live here and take on this charge. Or magically bind them here to do so. I I wasn't quite sure. I've got a few years left in me. Uh, How old are you? Listen, uh, I don't mean uh, to pry, but how old are your people? How old has your family been Well, I'm uh, 93 years old, if my count is correct. 93 years. I don't know much about Genasi, it was, that. Yes. Is that old for a Genasi, or where, where do you... Oh, no, not very old. We live to 110, exactly. Oh, okay. Oh, exactly? Very great size. He says, <laughs> yes. You'll know exactly when you are going to die. Yes, on the second season of our 110th year. Oh, wow. Is that you kill yourself in a ritual of some kind? <laughs> he says, it is just the way it works for us. I guess that's West rough if you're born in the spring. I mean, unless you get killed earlier, of course. That's, uh, yes, I mean, we can all die early. He says, no, that's... Should we all be so I, lucky, huh? He says, why? How long do uh, do Goliaths live? Depends on how brave they are. He goes, ah, yes, they're dying early. Not 90. The braver the <laughs> I mean, it's a little young friend. Well, well, no. They all like to, like, lie and say they're way younger than they are. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we all like, know <laughs> when and where we'll die, but usually we don't have as much... Advanced warnings. Strange, strange things to know that know that dragon's about to eat me. I know that I'm going to die here and now. That's usually how it goes for other people. Drew sent out his journal out and it's written exact certain season. Uh, oh, he I, says I have much to learn about the world. I, how, I mean, how long has your family had this thing trapped here before? 
He says, it's been six generations or whatever I said four sessions ago. I don't remember. Well, well, well was the land like that? And he just starts asking him a whole series of questions that Kevin doesn't need. He's to continuing to, to, like, pack up his little rucksack. He's, uh, uh, he's got a bunch of bobbles and, like, all sorts of trinkets that he's, like, sliding <laughs> into this thing. Uh, uh, he's got a few there books. He's got multiple books on a shelf, and you see him carefully grab one, and then another, and then a third, and he slides them into his rucksack uh, carefully, leaving the others uh, behind. And he then he takes his uh, his scratched, uh, old, dusty, moldy uh, bottle of alcohol and carefully places it inside uh, the inside and wraps it up with some cloth, sticks inside his rucksack. He picks up the strap, puts it on his shoulder, and he says, "Okay." Scream says, "Scream!" Suddenly stands up and says, "Wait, is that storm still out there?" And uh, he wants to see what it looks like outside. Yeah, um, Scrimcorn uh, first sees uh, a bunch of rubble, of, uh, <laughs> like a big stone wall that has crashed from the sky about 30 feet away from. It's kind uh, of like a meteor hitting the ground. Essence House. Like, yeah, there's going to be a, there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a uh, of a crater there and like debris earth that has gone all over the place. Yeah, yeah, earth tossed up. And uh, but other than that. What you see is what the skies look like uh, after a storm that's just freshly passed. You see gray clouds still like starting to sort of drift away, and the, you can see the lake spanning out in every direction. Death Lake. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay, guys. Everything's gone. Oh, Essen is the storms. That was all tied to the tempest then. He says, that whole storm was the tempest. Oh, goodness. Even this down here, down at the bottom of the lake. He says, of course. And if I hadn't redirected its energies, well, I maintain the redirection. It was my great, 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 great uh, grandfather that uh, originally uh, put it in place. But my family has redirected the energy of the beast to form its own prison against it. Hmm. The uh, the magical (coughs) threads along the outside of the lake. Those two? He says, oh, trap designed by my great grandmother. He says, mana filaments. He says, thinner than the eye can see. He says, will cut through bone in an instant. He says, very dangerous to work with. Still out there? He says, oh yes, those will certainly be still out there. They are just impossible to... Not related to the storm. (laughs) Physical objects. Use the energy of the storm to put it into the magic to form such an impossible Everyone, creation. Gotcha. So that's, the lake. Let's that's go important to know. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Yes, don't go strolling up the beachhead." <laughs> Can you not disable it? I- I'll imagine folks will be coming. Well, I mean, soon. this is still his house. Maybe he'd like <laughs> to maintain his claim on the land. That's true. Well, he looks back and he says, yeah, "He says this house is no more mine than." the lake around it. So the lake is yours too, then? And he pats the... (laughs) You own a lake? He says, not my meaning! He says... (laughs) (laughs) Of course, the lake as well. Of course. Not not my meaning, Baron. You are so incontinent, you say. (laughs) And the air above us. (laughs) It's natural and correct for for beings to have property and to want to defend their borders. And he says, uh, he says, no. He says, Without the, uh, without the elemental evil here to keep me here, there's nothing left here. He says, I have everything I need in this rucksack. I admit that I have, I have fantasized about this day many times, and 
He pulls out a little uh, uh, rough piece of parchment and unfolds it. And you see a list of everything that he put in the rucksack. And he says, I have thought about what I would take with me when I leave and made many such lists over the years. I thought it was like Captain America. Puts, like, it, puts it back into the rucksack. And I was like, things to do like whores, yeah. drink alcohol. Not only do you have a purpose out there and an opportunity to travel the world with us, but you're also a wealthy man. But so are we. For you owe us half of those gems that remain. <laughs> He says, yes, yes, of course, got them in here. Would you, you want to hold them? Uh, I'm going with you, I figured. Uh, this actually is an interesting metagame conference. I know you're the quartermaster, but is Kevin the quartermaster or is Drusen the quartermaster? Kevin, Drusen has a list, but he's not holding everything. Sure. He has a yeah, list Drew, so Drusen of, but he is does the quartermaster. seem to be grabbing whatever he needs to when he needs yeah. to. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, Drusen yeah. has narratively been the quartermaster all along. Yeah, yeah. That's actually not holding stuff. He is, okay. Um, he's the one that has in character, like, handed out coins yeah. saying your share. And then Mox says, uh, um, give our share to young Drusten here, who, uh, who carries most of our money, but does not spend it on his own. And he gives him, I mean, these are gems, like, I wasn't here when he described them. They have, like, little storms in the side and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, 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 Sky Opal and Storm Onyxes. And they, like, are, look crazy. Yeah. Oh! What do you want to offload these? Or what do you want him to put some work in them? The Sky Opal is a gemstone forged in the heart of a thundercloud. And uh, inside the gem itself, you can see a storm roiling. And the uh, storm onyxes. Oh, I didn't write down what it was. I said said something. These are gems so rare and beautiful that they would fetch that properly worked. They could be sold to the most, to the highest uh, echelons of society. A, a king, a king would be would be blessed to have the uh, a finely worked storm onyx or sky opal in their crown, prominently displayed for their kingdom to to see. However, the workmanship of these gems is completely unknown to me, and locating a buyer like this is is as hard, if not oh, really sweet, is as hard, Whoa. if not harder, to do. He says, my my idea is to enlist Barvik, Aurora's father, in helping us to delve the workmanship of these gems, either the onyx or the or the opal. The other will be myself, but also to help us find a buyer and make connections so that we could receive the top dollar, the top coin that we're deserved for these. That would fetch us the most resources, but it would take time and much work. Mm. Otherwise. We could simply sell them at cost value and receive a much uh, lesser sum. But it seems to me that there is no immediate need for these resources, and we should we should shoot for every gold we can. Mock, do you think you can make a mock version of these? One that uh, looks somewhat like it, but has no true value to it? Not for forgery's sake, but I just think it'd be a cool part of a reliquary. Um, oh. Yeah, Dresden, you, your integrity is, uh, when it comes to the, the truth of relics, is, is uh, ironclad. He says, of course, of course we could, for demonstration purposes. And uh, any any gemsmith worth his salt should, uh, should divine otherwise, if there's uh, shenanigans that go about. I'll, I'll work on that. Barvik is, is an honorable uh, businessman. He seems, he seems like a perfect person for this. It does bring us to... Another conversation we should have regarding him 
and his kin. Oh, Aurora. You're right. you're, you're Which is, she's right, like, right here. Uh, right, right. You guys are all standing, like, oh, yeah, he, at the edge of the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Scrim, no, I mean, uh, yeah, Scrim sees her there. Um, but first, how are we getting across this lake? I, uh, I mean, without the storm, it shouldn't take nearly as long. I think I've got... Think about one in me, maybe. Let me see. Actually, I probably didn't prep that. I could try to throw you as far as possible. Uh, Essen, have your magic to carry us. Essen walks uh, over to. Uh, 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 he actually walks along the beach over to one area, and he says, "Should still be working for a couple days yet." And he puts his foot out carefully and uh, presses down, and you see his foot just land solid, uh, uh, like six inches above the water. And he says, "Yep, still solid." And he just starts what? walking forward towards the shore, and he's just walking. Magic path. Follow his footsteps. <laughs> we don't want to lose the path. He says, "Yeah, a classic invisible bridge." While we're walking, Greg, who does Houston spy <laughs> any of those four magic coyote legs floating around on top of the water? Um, they're not magical anymore. The enchantment's probably worn they're off. They're coyote legs. They could be magic in your heart. Uh. Drewston sees one uh, icy coyote leg bobbing in yeah. the water. Is a fish in Midland? He dives into the water and go grab it. No, he uses mage hand to grab it. <laughs> Damn wizards! <laughs> <laughs> he takes out his coin and. Cast. I've got sixty-five barracuda waiting for you to say otherwise. Brings it back and throws it in his pack. It says, "Oh, this will go." Maybe can't back your way there. That'll, that'll start to rot as soon as it gets warm. For the relic uh, party. Uh, I'm just going to see the balloons and make a little display about what happened. This barracuda was eaten on the Sunday. Very good. Okay. Was okay. How many of each storm gems do we have for the quartermaster? How many of each storm gem? Uh, yeah, so if he hands it to you, um, you used up two of the things, oh, and uh, so two uh, sky opals. Wait, storm boxes. Out of four? Oh, both. No, sky opals. Yeah. Oh. Right. And then uh, there were. Um, How many storm onyxes were there? I think there was at least enough for two two full <laughs> resurrections of the group. Yeah, 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 and you didn't need to use any, so you've got seven. Cool. Seven, seven storm onyxes. Priceless gems. That's not yet. What were the values of those? Someday. Like in their current state? Oh, what are the gold Slow values of those? It was like okay, five hundred and two hundred. Uh, our cost. Who are you asking? Oh yeah, that was six hundred and two hundred. Meta. Was for like, remember what we were expecting to pay for these things? That we did pay. Oh, that we did pay. Yeah, that's right. That was what Essen. That was the gold value that you paid to Essen for the enchantments. Oh, we need to We got our deposit back too, right? I think we did make mm-hmm. a deposit, yeah. Did we yeah. pay out of our own pockets too, or did we do it from the... Uh, he actually he was able to cover kitty. it all from the uh, kitty. Okay. And that was uh, with, with paid with gems, and it was... No copay. No. No okay, so what did we actually pay him? I forget what amount we Is that noted in there? Do you have I, I mean, I have... 1,200. And are we getting that back or not? No, twelve hundred is what you paid. And we're not getting that back. No, right? that's right. Twelve. Okay. Anything else was pa- paid, not okay. So not he deposit. gives us those gems, and we gave him three agates, a cardinex, a gem, a moonstone, and necklace, onyx with bands, an opaque white something or other, an ornate dagger, pure black onyx, a quartz, Caracas's ring, rose quartz, silver necklace, and two jade eggs. We just. It's just a Jade. bag of treasure. Was that including a deposit of any sort, or was that just That's 1200. the 1200? Perfect. Again, yeah. So that was just the 1200. I'm just making sure he. So he gets a couple gems and then. 
What the fuck? <laughs> what Kevin's saying is if we kill him now, we, we get, get a lot back. Everything. Well, if he joins our party, technically that's... And the other half of the gems. Also, I, I gotta get also. rid of them. The option to keep killing him. We just, you know, <laughs> throw him into his own hamburger maker. And then I put aside... Johnny Sausalito. That's a problem. So I have paid to Essen a deposit still to pay. I don't know what that's still to pay. I think There's we nothing left to pay. We have the money him, available. Yeah. It, you paid him twelve hundred. End of story. No other no other coinage. Perfect. Involved. We walk across the invisible lake. Yeah. Steps to the other side and he says, "Hoard silver, man." Yeah. He says, "Watch out for these uh, filaments. I suppose I should get rid of them. Do kill a lot of animals." He looks around at the. Uh, <laughs> do kill now, a lot of animals. The, the 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 frozen animals are like starting to thaw. The ice that's around them is like starting. Ew, to... It's gonna be a. This is gonna draw here. a lot of birds. <laughs> Flies too. Uh, uh, we've chummed the waters here, lining with life. Perhaps it's time to uh, run away. He says it would take me a few Unhook hours. It would take me a few hours to undo it. It would all the way around put the lake. me at ease, quite frankly, because the idea of leaving this just here. What if I try hazard. to find this place again drunk one night? I mean, could go very poorly. I it has been here for six generations. It has. It has. But if he's not coming back and the storm's gone, maybe people are going to come take a look. Essen puts his arm around Baron's shoulder, crouches down to do so, and he says, You remind me of my father. And then he says, We'll clean him up. Excellent. Aww. And he... Uh, Let me know if I can give you a hand, eh? Arcane's not quite my background, but... He says, Oh, I've got it! It just takes some time. Just gotta, uh, uh, just gotta spool it back up, so to speak. Right. And, uh, Wait, does that mean he can use it again? Because that could be pretty cool. He takes out... Um, I see. He starts winding it. <laughs> he takes <laughs> out... Uh, uh, he lays out... Takes out a... Uh, uh, looks like a sort of a blanket... Uh, from his rucksack and lays it out very carefully, and it's like a little square three feet uh, uh, to, to a side, and then he takes out multiple vials of different liquids, and then takes out a fresh parchment, uh, a scroll case, and pulls out a parchment from that, lays it down on the blanket, and then he starts taking these uh, these individually colored, uh, these, these colored vials, and he takes out a little, what well, kind of looks like a fountain pen at first. Hmm. This, is the, this is the era of fountain pens, right? Sure. Probably. Mm. Pens. I Holding mean, quills and ink, but quill. maybe maybe someone's come up with like a fountain pen. Maybe this is. It's actually it actually is notable for it being a bit more um, advanced uh, in design. Yeah, a little more advanced in design. And he uh, mm. uh, he uh, dips it in and he says, "Be careful with this stuff. It is highly acidic." And uh, he starts drawing small arcane runes on this uh, uh, on this paper. And it takes him some time. I mean, he said it was going to be a few hours. Yeah. And so we uh, watch him for like a good five. You should take notes, Dustin. I think this fellow yeah, knows a thing or two more than you. He's doing a lot in the quartermaster right now. Bear like looks at Dustin like. Well, make sure you yeah you can do yeah no 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 he's watching all this and being oh and like taking notes. And uh, then he goes and uh, takes out a uh, uh, a much rougher uh, a much rougher rod that he puts in one of the in one of the like darker uh, darker vials, and then he just starts drawing circles on the uh, over all of the runes on the paper, and he says, and and then his hand like catches in midair, and then he starts 
drawing again as if against a great resistance. And he says, there we go, I got it. And he just starts drawing a circle and he says, and he looks over at the lake and he says, yeah, this is gonna take a while. Mm. And he's just drawing circles on this like piece of paper. The, the slowest. He looks like that's a the crazy biggest man. Fish. He looks like a crazy man. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it soon. He says the trick is to catch the filament on the uh, in the weave itself and stir it around to pull it into the ether. Pretty okay. And this is at the edge of the lake, basically on on dry land, but before. He's actually, you're actually past the filaments. So yeah. he, he led you past through like gotcha. a little area. It was like a little like sort of maze. Yeah, I forgot to say that part. Like a, yeah, like a little path. He said, "Stick right on me." And that, that comment does catch Mock's attention. And when he says the weave, is like, "Essen, what do you mean by the weave?" He says, "The weave of arcane energies that is uh, that flows through all of us and all living things." Weave. Interesting. He says. Can you not see it? Feel it? He says, you can see it? I, feel, I, I believe I've seen it once. I did not know what it was. He says, sure, it is, uh, uh, he says, it's all around us, all around everyone. Let me know when you can taste it, eat it, or drink it. Are the patterns... He, like, sticks out his tongue and goes, never had much of a taste. Are the patterns regular or more chaotic? He says, oh, no, very chaotic. Mm, it's neutral. Uh, he says this as he's like still drawing this thing. Very chaotic. He says, bringing order to that chaos is what takes practice and time. Mox, Mox, eyes are open. That must be it. He says, I. Mm. Well said, Essen. Gonna walk off to go think a little bit. He says, I sensed much of what you all did up there in the clouds. He says, surely you are aware of this, the things that you do, the power that you wield. It, it all comes from the weave, does it not? Well, it sounds like the kinds of things that... Uh, unites these the artifacts and, and runes and such that I find in these old dungeons and crypts and the ruins. He says, oh yes, absolutely. I've been meaning to ask about much of your bits and bobbles hanging off, uh, uh, hanging off your pouches and such there. He says, I can see a great story behind each of them. I would like to hear everyone. I, well, since you said this, will take a few hours. <laughs> he says, yes, please do. And he just reaches in and pulls out something <laughs> random. <laughs> oh, oh, well, this was a good story. I am a good friend of mine. Scrim pops up a dirt mound and lights his corncob pipe. Uh-huh, and uh, <laughs> takes out his pipe, too. I think Essen gave him a pipe a while back when we were all doing stuff, so he takes out the... You stole Essen, my pipe! <laughs> which he definitely pocketed it. <laughs> and uh, I assume it's uh, made of deer bone, and it's uh, just very kind of like slim... Uh, Built for speed. Built for comfort. Yeah, yeah. Ow. Yeah. Well, Ow. And he tells a story about uh, he and Sir Mandor going into the tombs of the slime lord of Yugosdral. And, uh, the slime lords? The slime lords! Excellent, okay. Of Yugosdral. Make it down for backstory adventures? Oh, <laughs> oh slime lords! I'm everywhere. sure this is not off the it's, it's in the Rollerblade, guys. Look yeah. it up in the Rollerblade. Yes, yeah, so there's a whole website. Ah, uh, Slime Lords, if you just drove. And uh, how the, the Slime Lords were great. Uh, ooh, what do you call it when it's a Merchant King? Uh, a Merchant King? A Merchant King? Yeah, Merchant King, but there's a cool word for it. Anyway, there were great Merchant Kings who uh, traded slime for great wealth. Robber Baron? Uh, 
and uh, and how they had been buried with mummified creatures that they harvested for slime. Their fabled slime eels, and how even in death the slime eel could summon great quantities of slime from the ether. Uh, that now he takes up the horn and says, uh, "Well, I don't know if you heard me way up there, but I'll, I'll use it once up there." <laughs> and he's uh, and then uh, he says, "Oh, and we we came upon a great trove of the slime eels, and then, well, and then something terrible happened." But I don't want to get to that. He says, "He says yes, I can see it." He says, "Well, I'll keep this uh, this slime eel horn with me, uh, uh, both for its power and to remember a good friend of mine." He says, he says, objects and trinkets are kept for all sorts of reasons, not the least of which is to remember those that we have lost in the adventures that we have had. He says, I can see that you care deeply for the memories that you have shared with all sorts of people and creatures uh, come about in your life. And uh, as the, conver- uh, the con- so the conversation continues for... A couple hours yep. until Baron finally. requests a, a nice uh, dirt mount from Scram if he's willing to. <laughs> Stops on the ground and hits <laughs> you in the butt. <laughs> like an earthbender. Pulls out his bike. Light. Bearjaw spends the time um, like digging up boulders or, or large rocks. There are very few boulders in this particular area, but the biggest rocks are clods of dirt she can find, and she hurls them in different directions, trying to find what's left of these mana filaments just to watch them just explode uh, occasionally there's nothing there and they just keep going but best way of cracking geodes you could ever find <laughs> you know ka-ching. that would be so it's like a kid throwing rocks in the pond and basically but, you, but she's throwing them at like the wall to see oh. them explode that's are they yeah. exploding? Or are they just getting sliced in half? Well, who knows, right? I like. I, I would like them to slice in half. That I think. Really I think the the dirt clods would probably explode, mm-hmm. um, but not like dramatically. Just like, <laughs> but the rocks because they're solid enough. Yeah, they're gonna just go in different directions. Like fruit ninja. And it's a really awesome. fun project until you know slowly it gets. Yeah. They're fewer and fewer. And run out of rocks. Run out of rocks. Run out of monofilaments. Whichever comes first. Mock finds Aurora <clears throat> after departing the conversation about the weave and the nature of magic. Deep thoughts. Uh, finds her and says, Oi, l- uh, Lassie! Uh, bend your ear for a moment. Baron uh, accompanies him. Sure. Yep. It's dwarf talk. He says, uh, <clears throat> He says, Well, it was uh, a wonderful trip here from Silvery Moon. Some bandits. Uh, a dire rape. Apparently more common than I thought. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, a very unexpected turn here with this elder elemental evil in the sky, which a month ago I would tell you we'd never fight one again, but these days I'm just not so sure. But that's all very much aside from why I've come to you now, because if you're joining our group for any longer period of time, Part of my expectations is that you work alongside me as I re- relaunch uh, a gem-crafting empire the likes of which the Sword Coast has never seen. Mm-hmm. And you'll not be indentured in this work, but you're obligated to participate for, 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 for earnings. 
And know that, as you tested me in the, in the shop of your father, I would never take you into this service unless you prove yourself to me. So here's a jasper and a measure of jeweler's wire. And before we make our decision, you need to show me something pretty. Is this conversation, are you off on the side? Or is this uh, yeah, who, hey, hey, yeah. Not, not, he's not trying to hide that, he just okay. found her to deliver this kind of message. Okay. Uh, I mean, if you want to say, I'd, I'd like to eavesdrop. I'd like to. You are, you yeah. are then. Perfect. You are there, and Baron, Baron specifically there. Yeah. The the specific thing you promised, I can't remember what we sure. what we decided is. Has it been explicit that you're considering taking her on long term? I think it has. I, 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 think I think let's just say the conversation that. has not been pitched to her, but we've been talking been about talking it in about front it, of her and enough, she, <laughs> and she has not ever like explicitly asked about it. She's like, I mean, hearing you guys uh-huh. say things where clearly she's like. Something's well, there's so much business going, going on. on. Yeah, I think we started talking about and you it. slept like, like yeah. overnight, so you stayed like here. There was yeah. a lot of hours to be discussing things. Yeah, and multiple nights you've spent with her. So she can definitely respond about this and the larger matter, of course. She screws up her face and looks at Mock. She says, "You don't want me to do some gem crafting?" He says, "I. It's much more important to me than." Slaying some elder elemental evil, and he says, "Your uh, your father made it very clear when he came to us that you are not some sort of you are not an obligation of ours, someone to be baby, babysat, but someone who would be carrying their weight and participating where they could. And as I see it, the bulk of what we do here is survival, and." combat against our foes, and while you seem to be a quick study, you simply are not at the level of, uh, of, of any of the other members here in the party. He says, my expectations of your value are going to come in other areas. And that is why one of my conditions of you journeying with us is to help me in what matters most. Or in one of my priorities. Um, he says, and she looks around and she says, you expect me to do it now, while we're waiting? He says, no, no, he says, but before, before we make the decision, which will, would not be back until we what, return to Silvery Moon. And she lets down her pack, yeah. and she starts pulling out a gem-crafting toolkit, <laughs> and lays it down, and she says, because I will. He says, uh, he says, <laughs> well, your, your, yours is the timeline. He says, you only have, you only have to deliver me what you feel, is a, is a beautiful, a beautiful object. He says, present me your work and, uh, and, and take the time that you need, but you must do it before we make our final decision. It's a beautiful crafted middle finger. Uh, she just smiles at Mock as she, uh, as she takes the wire and the, uh, the uncut gem, and it's an uncut gem, right? Yeah, it's a Jasper, uncut. A, uncut Jasper. And uh, she starts uh, taking out some tools and setting up a little station there uh, uh, on the ground. And then she looks over and says, Screen Corn, can I get a little table? Uh, he, does, no, he, he does not look exasperated. He takes a, a deep uh, puff on his Screen Corn cob pipe and, um, and shifts his foot in the ground and worms and grubs kind of push push a, a, a bit of earth up and flatten it on, on top and there's still bugs all over it. Oh yeah, she says, obliged! And uh, uh, starts setting her stuff up there. She says, oh, much better. Great. Starts setting up her tools. 
Scram. Scram is just uh, Wyatt just sits and uh, turns on his turns on his stool and uh, and uh, and, st- and watches her uh, do her her crap and stuff to see uh, what kind of. Yeah, so uh, she does a bunch of interesting things that uh, Greg doesn't know how gem crafting works. So it's like a tool that looks like a thing that you use with gems, and another yeah. tool that you use with gems. <laughs> a grinder of some sort. It's yeah. a travel kit. It's clearly a travel kit. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it's not stationary things. It's not going to be as good it's as something in an area. But she's <laughs> she's starting to like file down with a little is the file, type, I assume. And is the type of craftsman she is? Is she? Mumbling to herself while she's working, is she singing? Is she does she do like a lot of like is she quick silent? iteration where she's like, Will this work? Will this work? Or is it more like measure ten no, times, no, cut once? No, like what's father, her No, she is never still. You she doesn't ever no, seem to stop to like look and evaluate. She's like going constantly. She's moving, she's like looking up, she's uh, she's moving this tool this way, she's moving that tool that way and she's very silent but she's like got her lip bit hard between her teeth. She's just like concentrating like her face is just clenched in every way as she's, uh, as she's doing this. And Mock's not going to sit there and Stare at her the whole Hazer, time. <laughs> even though that's exactly what they did to him. But like, <laughs> he's got better things to do, frankly, and so he leaves it to uh, he leaves it to her work. This is uh, this is this is a test, but it's not like some sort of like can you stand the pressure? It's literally what can you make? Make me something. So Scrimcore is not like glaring at her while she's working. Uh, for these guys, that's just this, how his face looks. This is the adults at their own table just watching all yeah. of the Boy Scouts do their camping at. Do, doing the cooking at Burns here, where they're just watching us fumble through stuff, being like, Let's see, we got some. Uh, Not some eating those pancakes. Yeah, yeah. No, help, no help provided. That was pressure. That like, wasn't like, hey, like, show me your creative artistic ability. That right. was like, yeah. are these guys gonna like sink if she or smashes, swim? If she smashes her thumb or, or gets pinched or something like that, Scream's just gonna be like, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Mock goes to do some of his own jewel crafting. Uh, with the time. Alright. And uh, as Essen is still just in active conversation with Jurston up until the very last minute. And then Anis goes, and ah, there we go. And he looks over at the... I mean, uh, he's still talking. He says, oh no, we found this whistle. Oh, oh, you're you're done. Oh, sorry. (laughs) He says, yep, we can go. It's all gone. It's uh, dissipated into the weave itself. Uh, Back to join the energy of all creation. Please. Join the energy of all creators. As do we all. I'll get it. Punch is all out. So uh, it's brandy in this. All right, brandy. 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 Is I literally call it brandy vs, which it clarifies means very smooth. Also, it says the Christian brothers. No, it's brandy versus very smooth. All right. It's not dangerously smooth. It's not dangerous. That sounds like a cool rap battle. Uh, keep, keep it going. All right. Baron doesn't have anything to do with this at this juncture. Uh, yeah, he's uh, Essence packed up, and uh, when Aurora hears the same, she uh, she packs up her little uh, Jim Crafter's toolkit, straps it up, sticks it into her larger backpack, and just slings it over her shoulder. And Justin uh, uh, goes up to Elvin and then says, uh, Elvin, when we get back, I, I think it should be about time for us 
have the appointment with that scholar who was going to take a look at the strange rune you brought Actually, back. missed your appointment. Did we miss the appointment? Oh, yeah, you've been gone for that. multiple days. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> you've been gone for three days. Happened. You lost your deposit. You lost your deposit. Months ago. So much has happened. I'm pretty sure it was. It was. It was tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then it's been three days since tomorrow. I mean, truth in one. Two days. This is an exciting adventure. Uh, he says, uh, uh, well, the original plan was just to go out and get <laughs> uh, the yes. bandits yes. and come back. Kill some bandits. And then a deer, a, came. a deer came and it was like, deer. hey guys, yo dudes, yeah. you fucking idiots, go to this death uh, <laughs> And then you ended up spending uh, the night in the middle of the storm, which is also highly unsafe. I'll think we, we can lost our proper Do we spend at least two nights out here? Yeah. I think, yes, you I have spent exactly, yeah. exactly two It's nights. possible that it, it built some kind of atmosphere and mystery. Maybe we can go back and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ask again. Ask again. I mean, like, they have to like learn about it. The optimism of the truly tired. I know. I know. That's amazing. Yeah, I missed my dentist appointment, but hopefully they'll just think I'm extra yeah. mysterious. <laughs> Maybe they'll like plan to a great follow-up appointment. <laughs> hey, we know we didn't see you last Thursday. Look, Did something look, cool happen? Look, 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 objectively with wizards, that may be the case. Uh, it's uh, uh, true uh, with uh, anyone else. It's the most interesting thing is. I the secretary's gonna be like, hey, these guys showed up with a really mysterious room. Normally I would have made them wait months, but I decided you they needed to see you. And they say they're not there. And that guy's gonna be sitting and being like, what was that room? Oh my god, I missed my opportunity. I'm agonizing about this room. Yeah, he's just been in his room the whole time, like throwing a rubber ball at the wall, being like, what? Yeah, I'm really never gonna know. It was Jesus. It was Jesus. Really looks forward for the opportunity to say, "You'll never believe what happened to me." Uh, <laughs> sorry, we had to uh, capture an elder elemental in a team. A deer told us about it. Uh-huh. A talking deer. A talking, a talking deer. deer. I'm just gonna bring that. Who's a bit of a You tell them why we yeah. weren't here. Bring the deer. <laughs> The deer just refuses to speak. It just licks so. It's just nervous. And as soon as the guy leaves, the deer's like, Oh my god! So, so nervous. I can't meet new people. Right. So, like, anyways, yeah. he's up. I mean, I come back. The worst that happens is they say no. No, the worst is happens they kill you. That's true. Let's have one ready at once. Whoa. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. On the road, walking back, dressed uh, bearing through the, the snowy forest. Just yeah. to remember the recent scene that it is still cold. the middle of winter in the far north. Yeah, Baron is in the back, letting uh, Bearjaw oh, cut the trail. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still, 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 um, If you could arrange with that jewel crafting fellow you've been working with to uh, maybe get me a rather expensive piece, I uh, have enough coin now. I think I'd like to. To buy the big gem. You may not have a lot of coin. Uh, well, uh, I have a lot of coin. Absolutely. Like a large gem. Aye. What? Uh, what was the price range you were thinking about, Ben? Uh, for my, it's got to be pretty pricey. So it's a diamond that's worth a thousand gold. <gasps> and then his lo- voice lowers a little bit. He says, "Aye." And what's it for? Uh, well, it's a bit like the diamond I used for Drustin, except. Like the one he used for Drustin, still can't use this one either. But, don't know when we'll be in a big city like this again soon. Says, uh, all good information. You for sure haven't answered the question. <laughs> it's uh, required for the 
ritual to perhaps bring back my wife. He says, uh, you truly are becoming powerful, Cousin Bear. Oh, it's... <laughs> the, the spells required to accomplish that feat are far, far beyond me yet. I wouldn't attempt them. Uh, I would surely perish. Uh, you said but, a similar thing before young Drusen. Well, that was, and here, and here you are buying the next, the next. That was a probably, that was a maybe perish. This would be a definitely perish. It would, it would serve neither me nor my wife to accomplish such, to attempt such a thing at this time. Yeah. All right, well, you know I'll. Um, he, 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 he puts up a hand like he's like he knows the conversation. He says, "How, how long of a shot will you attempt?" I know this is, this is your heart's entire goal, but if you have one chance in a hundred to pull this off and survive, would you attempt it? Hmm, no, I expect not. Because when I finally did meet my wife again, she'd, she'd chew me out for that. <laughs> Smart lady. <laughs> But Ben, if uh, I mean, just like Essen has kind of come to a different point in his life and he's moving on, if you brought your wife back, what would you do? Would you stay with us and do the things that you? Oh, I have a feeling I know what he'd do. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, like animals. <laughs> but uh, what are you talking about? Eat more. The business with Adric <laughs> needs to be handled. Yes, yes. And that's. <laughs> That's also a matter of family, quite frankly. So, uh, my purpose would not change, but perhaps I'd have better company while I accomplish the deed. Hey. Well, yeah, I'm all the merrier, that's what I always say. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you wound me. All right, Ben. Well, uh, I'm, uh, you're a fine fellow, Scrim, but I wouldn't take you to bed. Well, don't know what you're missing. Which party member is fair? I can Most turn into an entire swarm. I'm your dwarf, you. uh, Baron, and of course, uh, acquire the gem you need. Uh, my plan was... None of this paying for it on my behalf. I have the coin, I'll... I, I'll uh, of course. Hey, I'll, well, don't worry. I'll, I'll get you the best price I can <laughs> with a little work on top of my own. Appreciate it. Uh, Hi, if you want to cut it, that's fine by me. It's not going to be used anytime soon. Okay. More than bring back my wife. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. Okay. So it's a you know it's a long hike back. It's a it's a day's hike. Uh, you know it's a, it's like a half day's hike uh, to get back to Silvery Moon. It's tough for deer jerky along the way. Um, yeah. 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 You know you 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 say so. Take take a couple breaks, set up for meals, um, and it's in the it's in the afternoon that uh, it's in the afternoon that uh, you come across on the way uh, a little clearing in the woods, and you see somebody tied up to a tree. Oh, you're in the distance. See him from a ways back. Charm monster. Uh, Charm that monster. Yeah. That sounds like it could be an issue. Do you want to send your? Uh, no, we just go around. I'll go take a look. Hard. I'll have someone had her since our first fight. Oh right. Uh, uh, you you afraid to summon her? Oh yeah. I mean, this is classic. Well, just can't wait to get back to town. 
means we should just look around. Yeah. Scrim squeezes his lucky cricket. Jason squints his eyes and can clearly see Baron after a few minutes. Him. This person is like their head is is sort of like lulled to the side as they're just like slumped uh, slumped down. But you slumped see down. you see him like moving a little bit. Clearly still conscious, but perhaps uh, perhaps he's been strung up for a while based on how much he's just sort of drooping down. And uh, Drewston recognizes him. What? Oh no! As Gary O'Fern. Gary! Gary! The one-eyed dashing gnome. What the fuck? Of the reliquary. Holy shit! Is that your friend? Is that your friend Gary? I mean, we're we're more acquaintances. I mean, I wanted to be friends, but I. I... As Drewston is yelling, Gary looks up. And starts shaking his head and like trying to wiggle his body, but you realize he's gagged. There's a, there's a cloth over his mouth, and he's going. Ooh! Ooh. Uh, let's assume this is a trap. Uh, Kill him! No, 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 no! There's probably an ambush around here. Yeah, no, I'm gonna hold up. I'm looking around. So, like, we'll split, show them we mean let's business. Split by up. Killing them. Let's find them. Uh, you, you called out very early on, and actually, yeah, and then that's something that I'm doing. That's true. Um, and um, I, 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 I kind of want to pivot. I figure people will be looking around. I actually want to pivot to um, looking at if there's tracks in the snow, like a bunch of stuff uh, in in different directions. Is 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 uh, it, it, doing tracking? Yep, go for it. Cricket. Yes, twenty three. Twenty three. Scrimcorn can see indeed many tracks through the snow. Like, how close are you guys getting right now? And right now, you're like 100 feet out from he, this thing. It's yeah, pretty, I mean, pretty far. Mog is like keeping the distance. He doesn't know this guy, and he's concerned about, again, this is one of those things where like, sure, and TV shows it always happens, but just because just because it is in one of those obvious places where an ambush can happen, it doesn't mean it is one. It's just like proper proper procedure. Like, proper. a message is happening, let's give it some security. And so, He's keeping his distance, and he's got his bow out. He's just kind of waiting for something to happen. Scrim's rooting around in the snow, looking at the snow, looking at uh, branches broken, stuff like that. But he's keeping uh, a, a decently big rate, you know, maybe sixty feet until until people that are looking around kind of give the give the go ahead. Scrimcorn uh, sees a couple things. Um, uh, Scrimcorn, Scrimcorn sees the telltale signs of someone that has tried to cover their tracks. Uh, which to a trained tracker provides way more information than tracks by themselves. Get that weak shit out of here. Um, <laughs> and uh, so Scrimcorn can see that there's a flurry of movement around this whole area, all around the tree, uh, uh, coming up to about 60 feet away where you were sort of limiting, and like there was movement all over the place in here, and the snow, mainly, on top has been moved around since then and then tried to smooth out. You can see there's some skill behind this. There was an attempt to... The the area where the snow was most kicked up had to really be moved around to sort of cover the tracks and to make that agitated snow not as obvious, it sort of gradiented into the actual natural snow with only, you know, with regular amount. But, uh, and that would certainly fool someone that has, you know, that has less experience with this. To Scrimcorn, this is obvious. Um... I expect this is Adric. How old is We weren't subtle. Uh, Okay, hang on. Hang on. The tracks tracks are. uh, uh, This looks like it was probably done today. 
With the amount of uh, snowfall that's coming down, which is just a light drizzle, and comparing that to the amount, this is today. Probably like Drusen, snow knocked on branches and stuff that hasn't resettled. Yeah. Drusen shouts out, uh, I'm sending Anga to, to get you. And then he's casting a silent image. Roll, uh, no, what's your passive insight? Mm, 11. Baron's pretty good. Oh no, your passive insight? So mine's 17. Wow. The, oh, go ahead, what do you roll? So he's casting silent image. This is good if you're trained in it. Of so, an owl flying across, of Anga flying across the clearing. Hoping that if someone's like got arrows, So what are you actually doing? So he's casting silence image. Which which is to what effect? What does uh, that do? The illusion State the, your attention. So oh my for. intention is um hoping to trigger any kind of ambush. So you're not sending Anga. Uh, Anga's That's not here. You are I'm casting oh, silence. You were deceiving me as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to know what the you truth is. Roll the play. He's sending an illusion of I, I, Anga. Yeah, I totally I, uh, get it. I totally I have get not it. yet summoned Anga back. I, I misunderstood. So the illusion of Anga is going out. No one is hoping that if uh, there is some kind of ambush waiting, this will trigger the ambush so we can see what's going on. Um, so you take that as little... <laughs> his little uh, Smurf Neblin <laughs> Labyrinth Crystal little uh, rainbows go together to form Anga is an owl which goes the illusion quietly yeah the illusion of Anga which can move 60 feet on my turn heading across the clearing um the Anga flies forward and when that happens he starts going like like wiggling like crazy and Baron sees panic in uh in this guy's eyes uh, I don't think he wants you to approach. I think something bad's gonna happen, either to him or to us if we get close. Okay, I'll stop Unger like halfway, like in the middle of the clearing. Uh, uh, he like stops. Sh- he's like he's like still panicking. He's going. <laughs> right. Uh, let's get the perimeter around this thing. Let's see if anyone's around. That's my suggestion. Mark just he's, he's Graham. Where, where did the tracks retreat to? Um, yeah, he he, uh, he he without getting closer. Um, can he can he tell that if they if they go a certain direction? Without getting closer, um, it, it's there is so much activity around here. Figuring out like sort of where they ended up is uh, it's going to require closer inspection. Which you could do. Um, uh, script script. <clears throat> Without getting closer, I can't tell. And quite frankly, I don't want to get closer. <laughs> Mark, uh, he then turns to Essen and uh, and um, Aurora and says, By the way, there's some people that would like us dead, so keep your wits about you. I, I, Mark, what do you think? You've been in the military more often than I have. Split up and... Encircle a place, get a good once around, see if we can flush out anybody waiting in the bushes. Mock looks around and would like some more information about the terrain. So this guy is in the he's in a, he's in a clearing tied to like a post or one tree. Give me a little bit more like a like a steady here, yeah. like tactically. yeah. It's not it, it's a it's a thinning of trees, not a clearing. Um, uh, but yeah, there is a 
There is a largish tree uh, there. There's lots of trees around here. And uh, he is tied up to it, lashed well. His, like, arms are lashed down, uh, uh, and his forehead is lashed to the tree as well. He can barely move it, and he's got a... Uh, He's got a gag, uh, uh, he's got a cloth gag mm-hmm. through his mouth, you know, making so he can't talk. And um, other than that, it's just trees and snow. Like, a, a, a light density of trees, you know, every every 15 feet there's another tree. That's pretty dense, actually. Uh, every Mark 20 feet there's another tree. Mark looks back to, to, to Scram and, and Dorsen, he says, and, and Baron, he says, we could, we could try to flush them out on our own, but it's more risk. And and not enough of us. He says if we can use animals, he, like like fire. your yeah yeah like he knows you summon creatures and you've got. He says if we could if we could send your our, our own emissaries to find the location, we'd be much better off. He says, are we? We're not even answering about the animals. Just are we ready for a fight right now? He says, it's a trap. You hear a yell from the. Uh, from the yep. gnome tied to the tree. He's, wor- he's worked his gag free. The uh, gag has fallen to the ground. Oh, good for him. Uh, and he says, he says, there are poison darts! Or wait, no, what's his voice? There are, there are poison darts! There are poison darts! They're going to go off soon! They told me! Okay. Just, so. But if you cut the ropes, it'll shoot me too! Oh, is that it? Uh, let's, let's paint a prison for him. Paint something around him. Right, that'll take uh, time. Then. Many of them are basically. Are people tapped out? How much time do we have? No, I've got. I've got says, no, I don't know. I don't know. They said when rescue comes, I'll die. I've got How long have you been here? We could this, leave. I've been here. I don't know. I think I fell unconscious for a while. Who was it? He says a bunch of people. Well, describe them. People, human says, people. I don't uh, see. I don't see race. I don't see race. <laughs> Everyone looks tall to me. Describe them. What did they, they were they were tall and they were what, wearing what clothing. Lang- what language did they speak? They, they came and they asked they asked you who hired me and I told them I told them all about the reliquary. It says race, numbers. He says wealthy, uh, poor. Smelly. He says, "Oh God, disarm the trap, please." Oh my God. Um, okay. So well, at least you know. I don't want to be another display in the reliquary. Grim <laughs> says, "Amazing." Okay, says, we'll take okay, note of that good. when you die. Oh, um, yep. I'm a bit sore, but I can go on. It's, I, I can get one more, one more gathering of. Berta is always ready for a fight. We got to get something in front of him. If we think they're out there, but it sounds like it might be a magical dart. He says, uh, Mox says, if it's only a trap, we got to find the trap. Otherwise, my priority is to find who did this to him. So, if we can't find the trap... <laughs> I'm not dead yet! I'm not dead! Don't avenge me yet! I'm not dead! I mean, if you haven't done a good perception check, we should try to do that and figure out where the trap is. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to risk... Sorry, Gary. I'm going to, like... Sorry, Gary. Stumble into this trap because... Yeah, yeah keep, keep playing it out. Yeah, playing it out. You, I can send out the beast, but... Let's see if we can get eyes on that trap. Mm, he got to uh, in the first uh, place. Tristan is going to kind of blink a little bit and kind of shake his head to clear it. Okay, I'm not losing another one. Uh, and uh, he he really starts paying attention, imagining he is in a dungeon, and the the next step could send poison darts shooting at his traveling companion in the 
tomb of the slime lord. <laughs> so he's gonna start really looking around carefully to Gary see where this trap uh, is. Gary seems genuine with my insight as well. Oh, yes. I, yeah, uh, yeah, yes. This is a this is a gnome without a doubt who okay. is he's extremely fearful. Believes for his he is life. Gary, right? I got a 15. Uh, I got uh, not that much, but my passive perception is 19. Well, you get to add your bonus to mine, right? Eh? He's assisting so, you? So, yeah, yeah, I got a 12. Fi- base 15 plus your bonus. Oh, plus yeah. my bonus would I, be I at 19 or passive 19. But All right, just, it's 19. So... No, that's he's 19. So, uh, <laughs> as Drewston... As uh, Drewston looks around for any sorts of traps, he sees traps. something he's seen many times so before. And it's obvious, now that he's looking at it, pit traps. Ah. Leading up around the tree. Well, like multiple of them, sort of going around the tree. Maybe six of them. Okay, well. The, 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 you can see the, you can see like little sticks sticking out of the, uh, sticking out of the snow at angles yeah. that look natural, but like yeah. if you know your trap design, like it's clearly holding up a uh, probably a, a a very light amount of uh, like foliage, just enough to hold the snow, so that if someone were to step on it, they yeah. Fall. Uh, so he says, uh, oh, "There's a pit trap there," and he casts minor illusion uh, with just like a hand waving. Or like pointing. <laughs> I was thinking Berjah throws rocks at him to cave him in, but I don't oh, know. Check it or something. I, but I don't know about the poison darts. Is, are you seeing the poison dart trap that he's going on about? I, I can see it, but I, I can cast fly on someone to go over the uh, the pit traps without a problem. Why not fly on him? Fly him right up to the top I, of the tree. It's, it's tied. I've got to, got to touch him. Can you mage like hand? Lashes. Can you use your mage hand and take the rope off? Uh, don't take the rope off! I'll think as soon as the rope comes off. They said if you cut the, the rope, fun. it'll kill me. Can well, we do an can we check what on they told him, him to see if the guys were telling him the truth? <laughs> <laughs> Did they have any tells that suggested they were lying? Just them giggling to the while they were talking to you. Um, reading there. Were they smirking? Uh, open and unlock door container. Hang on a second, hang on a second. I'm a charismatic museum proprietor, not a mind reader! Wait, do I have God damn it. Next time you know to hire for real. (laughs) You add that bullet point to the bottom of JD, you know, the job description. I'm so just like prepared for the Tempest. I know. Mind reader. Earth mind on him. Not prepared. Earth mind. I'm like, if only we could get like the tree to move or do you have your teleportation thing? Uh, I can get there or I can get away if someone can get me. That's the thing. It's got a one-way ticket. If I can get him, if I can touch him, he won't die. Oh, then I'll cast fly on you, Colson. Do it. Uh, and he walks over and he says, "I'll go wherever you are. Help us." I will and uh, green clothes, and because she's not in any kind of form Corporeal. right now, it uh, instead of it being actual wings sprouting out. It's just kind of green light pointing down at the ground, which lifts you up as if just kind of pushing off of the ground. Okay. You got your walking speed of flight. Uh, Baron, with his heavy shield in one hand <laughs> and heavily armored, starts awkwardly sort of... Shuffling across the... He, like, starts shuffling, and then he kind of, like, flops forward, and he's sort of like, 
sort of swimming <laughs> with one arm. Head knobs and broomsticks. Is Essen feet just Is Essen with us at the uh, like just like lurking in the background here? Yeah, who's who's like most in the back? Scrim was right up front. Essen says does this sort of thing happen to you often? All day Too often! This is a first for me. As he, uh, Baron goes forward. <laughs> flying up to the Gary. Yeah? The Gary? Do I, any, anything happen before yeah, I get to him? Uh, you are flying towards the Gary. Yep. Oh my god. Uh, no, nothing happens during Gary. your flight over to him. Perfect. I get up to him. And I say, this is probably not your ideal way of doing this, but it should work. As he puts his hand on me, says, and concentrates for a bit, and there is a there is a heavy flash. Uh, just for a moment, he says, Moradin, guard the breath of life in my ally. <laughs> and there is a brief moment of divine flash. He's casting Death Ward, brand new spell, fourth level spell Ooh. slot. Fourth level spell no. Using it Whoa. on uh, Duration, eight hours. You touch a creature and granted a measure of protection from death. The first time the target would drop to zero hit points as a result of taking damage, the target instead drops to one hit point and the spell ends. <laughs> yeah, this like dart hits him in the neck. He's like, oh. and then like five other darts just like, <laughs> <laughs> or arrows. Um, <laughs> like literally. So there's that, and uh, while he's there floating, he starts looking at the ropes. He's trying to see if he can see some device or trigger or something going on. Or evidence of a lie. Uh, no, no, hang on. It's definitely a as Baron is doing this. And the flash of light. The bell tolls for tolls me. For me. <laughs> the flash of light uh, appears. Hang on, I'm finding Nine a good. Nine times divine. Trusen can no longer make friends. <laughs> oh, that's not. Everyone else, Baron's back is to the action, but everyone else sees the pit traps. <laughs> burst oh. upwards as uh, uh, as you see the heads pop up out of uh, out of these pits. Style. Crossbows, uh, crossbows <laughs> held, no. and you hear fuck, 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 firing from a series of crossbows at there. No. That's some old school mundane traps. Right there. <laughs> the pit traps were like, wow, these guys are old school men in pit traps. Respect. Mold Earth, Mold Earth. Do I see them? Uh, I mean, you'll see yeah. them in, so as Earth. this happens. On okay. tombstone! Because I want to give them reaction. If I you can use my reaction, you I can, can give at least one of them. You cannot use your reaction? Perfect. This is a surprise. Uh, Perfect. Done. But Bob, you had his weapon in his hand looking for surprises. Surprise. surprise. That's right. So. He has a range that they're in his close range and he got his bow out to make sure that no one would show up. That's surprising. And I can say that more explicitly next time. You need. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, I, I, yeah, roll. Uh, 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 roll initiative. Okay. And uh, it's gonna be. It's natural a natural twenty. Oh. Are you kidding me? What? So yeah, you're uh, you're good. Um, and uh, yeah, Mock Mock was ready for this, and while he does not 
He doesn't see the trap before no, it springs, but he is just faster so to react to them popping up than they are to take aim and uh, and pull their own triggers. Yeah. And so Mock will get to act in this surprise round. But, and then uh, Mary Charles had a thing where she gets to act in surprise rounds. No yeah, what. I'm trying to find it. It's, it's new. A new it's a feat. But it's, 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 a, it's a feature. Features it's and traits. It's a feature. I, I looked in features. Ooh, natural 20 as well. Yeah, keep going down. It's gonna be all the way. I don't really care about Gary. Fast movement. Oh, there it is. Hey, guard. If I am surprised at being in combat but not incapacitated, I can act normally on my first turn. If you enter a rage before before doing anything else, which obviously I'm going to do. Obviously, if you have rage, pretty high roll. Yes, I do have. Yeah, we want all save Gary. You know what's happening? Save flashbacks to Erky. Uh, I'm gonna keep this one theater of mind. Um, keep the pace, just keep the yep. pace moving forward. Uh, so yeah, a whole bunch of these. Baron does see it happen as well okay. because the pit traps were all around the tree, like from every yeah. side, and so there were six of them, and they all poof, pop up at once. And okay. uh, when um, I point at you, tell me your initiative. Fourteen. Twenty-two. Uh, I actually wasn't ready. I can't hold it much I'm longer. sorry. I can't hold it much longer. Oh, 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 don't worry. Don't worry, Kevin. Huh? Gotta prop it up. <laughs> Buttresses. Nine. 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 Oh, sorry. <laughs> not, not exciting. Fifteen. Fifteen. I got twenty fucking one. Okay, so first up, if we're just going initiative order, not surprise stuff, it is still. Are we doing true. surprise round? Yes, it surprise. is a surprise round, yeah. Okay, but so, Mach but just tell me who goes, so that's fine. I get to that's I get surprise, then okay, they so, go first. So, highest initiative is Mach. Yes, you just call initiative down, okay. and during the surprise round, if you're surprised, you can't move or take an action or do a reaction. But you so do you have to say. Just, just call the turns, it's the easiest way to go. What? So, Mach is up first, and I, you can act. Can you remind me if surprise round is. It's normal. It's normal. It is not a special round. Perfect. No it's that everyone except for Mach has essentially the surprised. Status Okay. Basically. Uh, you can think of it that way, pal. Totally, yeah, it does. Uh, so how many how many foes am I looking at specifically here? Uh mock uh you know that quick uh, count of uh yeah. enemy uh, of enemy forces. Mock sees twenty heads. Twenty heads, okay. So Mock is going to Yeah, that's three in each pit, uh, and two of the pits have one extra. Mock's gonna yeah. shoot the guy who's closest to Baron. That is going to be a 13 versus AC. 13 versus AC will uh, will hit him. Oh wait, no, uh, he's got cover because he's uh, he's actually got a lot of cover. Okay, but we don't probably have three do quarters, which would be five. Is that what it is? Plus five? If it's three quarters cover, then it's plus five. Yeah. If it's half, it's, it's weird. plus two. Cover is like one of the only flat bonuses yeah. instead yep. of advantage disadvantage. Yes. Right. Okay. Then it is. It's going to be uh, three three quarters, which they don't actually call that, or do they call? It? Yeah. It's three half quarters. and three quarters. It is, um, it is half and three quarters. It is three quarters. Okay. So, so plus, plus five. five. So therefore, that will not hit. Okay. Uh, I add five, which brings you to uh, eighteen. That will hit. Cool. Uh, so he takes. I like that Eric just rolls dice. That misses. Eric, Eric like, rolls a dice. die, uh, plus five. Is that, yeah. is that There's a dice problem. We'll solve it with more dice. <laughs> uh, he takes five damage. Five damage. Uh, okay. 
Uh, is he still alive? Yes, he is. It catches it in the shoulder. It is a nasty shot, like, embedded into his shoulder, and you hear a scream from the bandit. Ooh. That seems to be, like, normal bandit person. I shoot him again. I mean, you can barely see him so far, so... Mm. Not like a demon. And I'm going to... Let's see. Trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm shooting again. So that is going to mean that's not going to hit. That's only 13 total. Yeah, 13 uh, will hit. It catches it catches the uh, the snow like right in front of him. Uh, but Mach was so attuned and on edge. He just right. not only does he act fastest, he acts faster. Action surge. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh man, I can't uh, can't roll above. A, oh, that was a nine. So that is that is a total 14. That's total 14 now. Not enough. Okay. That, that'll hit. Got an extra eight on that one. Yep. So that will be same guy. I'm shooting for another uh, six damage on him. That'll kill him. Yeah. Cool. And then first one on the shoulder. Second one, base of the neck. Looks next to him. Final attack. Oh man, I I got that great initiative roll, and then it's been all downhill. But gotta try to make up for with the. Uh, that's what is the second guy nice. you roll? This is a this is a, a, a D8. This is my superiority die, so I can just use it to add attack. But he has a limited number of them. I have one more than I do now because I just leveled up. I have five on a short rest. I'm using my fourth. Oh, that's why you and get so I, many right now. I just roll a D8 and I add that to my attack bonus. So wow. I see. Now, so it's basically five for yeah. fight. Right, exactly. Five, five for short rest. Right, right. So now it is uh, 17 versus AC on the last one. That will just barely hit. Ooh. It like. It hits the snow and goes through the snow and comes out the other side of the little snow bank, catching him. Let's see where. Okay, let's see where. Ah, no good. It's a four. Yeah, catching him uh, 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 like just below the shoulder in the bicep. So Mod basically still, lets out what is essentially what 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 narratively can be described as suppressing fire, <laughs> and basically just a barrage of, of of four arrows as quickly as he can. His training allows several of those unexpectedly really to hit because he was really just firing for volume um, and then runs forward as quickly as he can to close the distance. Yeah, they're about uh, they're about 50 feet away from you yeah. um, because you guys are staying back about the 60 feet uh, mm-hmm. that you mentioned before. And, uh, and these pit traps are like right up against the tree. The And just, he just bellows at the top of his lungs like, He's like, charge, attack me! Trying to just draw attention to himself and maybe split split at least uh, some of the attacks. Jason Scrimcorn and Elvain are all surprised and can't do anything. 19 passive perception? Yes. Okay. Um, You already had that going. Okay. You didn't see him before. Nothing changed. No, just me. Okay. Um, The baddies. The baddies. baddies. uh, 19 baddies. 19 baddies. 19 baddies. What is your AC? It's 19. It is 19. Hearty. So they need to get a 16. going to run them as a single uh, mob. Um, So the way that works is you just look at what they would need to roll, and it just automatically some percentage of them hit. Okay. Um, So they're 19. So they need. Uh, do, I to, do I split any of their focus? They, uh, no. Okay. I mean, they, they, there's like not even enough time, really. I killed one of them before yeah, yeah, yeah. they fired, and yeah, I yelled yeah. at them. They're okay. popping up and shooting in one motion. That's totally that fine. Is, there yeah, is yeah. No, they're all like looking out the corner of their eyes. They like, don't have enough time out. to process what's happening. There's, there's always the dissonance. They're between, like, haha, bang, got him. You're fucking dead. You're dead. There's always the dissonance Where between 
turns being sequential, but the narrative being one so player. So you're saying it makes sense. Yeah. I was just, you know, trying so to So it needs trying. four attackers for one hit, and so that'll be th- uh, uh, four, uh, four hits. Okay. Right? Yeah. 19 is... Four is 16. Yeah. yeah. It would have been five, yes, but since he killed exactly. one, only four hit. That works. Great. Uh, no less damage. So four attackers for one hit, and so it's going to be four times this uh, damage, which is a d8 plus one on each one. Okay. I guess I could roll them all together. That's more fun. One, two. Yeah. I want your d8. No, how about this all d8? I don't want that d8. <laughs> no, d8 oh. is missing two numbers. Oh, d8. is it? <laughs> uh, d- d- Ooh. That's a lot of big ones, kind of. Uh, yeah, 16, 18, 22 damage. damage. Type of damage? Uh, piercing. It's okay. just regular uh, crossbow no poison. 20 damage. Pokey damage. Oh, yeah. Um, Are the arrows poisoned? Uh, yes. Oh! Uh, well, okay. probably shouldn't have asked that Thank one. you for reminding me. That's just a d4 poison damage. Yeah. Oh. I have oh, advantage on poison saving throws, and I'm resistant to poison damage. Because that's I'm a dwarf. Right. You're the right one to send. Yep. All right. Well, then cool. it's oh, wow. nine, Shit. ten, eleven uh, poison damage. So next so to five. It'll be five poison nice. damage because you are resistant. Dwarf are resistant. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Plus advantage of saving. Don't trip. Yep. So you get it on both. I have advantage. I resist poison, poison damage and advantage on poison saving throws. Wow. That's just because your dwarf has not come up that many times. Nope. Or maybe never in this campaign. Me. Uh, it is you, but you were doing your spell. This is they were doing that during that. You're surprised. That was oh, that was before I got the spell off. But it was in the process of. It. You were surprised this round. That's what matters. Gotcha. Okay, so, so this was I cast the spell. Top of the round. Now. Wait, no, it's no, not. Bear bear can't can move. Oh, sorry. Bearjaw has her special thing. I have yep. feral, feral instinct. Yep. So Bearjaw gets now with level. You can smell. Six. She can smell adrenaline. Is it hit level six or level seven? She can level smell seven adrenaline. It's in the air and it's not. It's not theirs. And it's her, her choice. So as long as she rages, yeah, she so always gets to act in a Immediately slips into the into a rage. Uh, her her like the whites of her eyes go black, and the kind of like the That's the, cool. the gray of her eyes kind of goes glows that kind of um, like gold amber color that like you associate with wild predator Predators. animals. And uh, yeah, so um, question. Yes. How tall are these trees? How tall are these trees? Like, Ooh, 20 good, feet, good, 30 good feet. question. Wintery. So it's um, like a thinning of the trees. Yeah, I'm thinking these are these trees are are, are mostly like uh, 15, 20, 15, 20 feet up. 20 feet. So they're you know, they're smallish. So they're, they're smallish trees. They're short. And you have an inspiration. I'm gonna. I'm gonna oh, it's we're a getting this. If you walk at the tree, it's a forest, and we're it's an old there. forest, and this is like old forest in like old places. They're bigger than that. They're bigger than that. They're 20, so, 30 feet. 20, 30 feet. So my, this my my intent here is to knock over a tree <laughs> with a, a running crash into a tree, and the tree will fall over one. If I'm lucky, maybe two. If it's a long enough tree of these pit traps, just over the tops of them. The branch is coming, coming down. Okay, so you like imagine to knock a tree over. You've got like, you've got no, 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 no. I, I understand. Tap, it, was, it, was a joke. Goes, it was a joke. I get what like you want to do. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my inspiration to make that tree exist. The perfect tree. Okay. Okay. Fine. It's good use of inspiration. It's a little, little fate there. A little fate there. Well, it's the right tree. It's got rotted the right roots place. at the bottom. Verja can identify a tree that's ready to go. Yes. Um, and raging as she is, she has the potency to uh, attack a tree and knock a tree over. 
So, okay. what's the difficulty on this? This is it's going to be an athletics check um, because this is a this is a feat of strength. Essentially, what you're trying to do here. There's some finesse in it as well. And Jesus Christ, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we looked at the numbers on how to break a concrete block. Yeah, we did. So let me get my little... My little difficult we should possible. go back to third edition where you have on your character sheet your chance of bending bars or lifting gates. Like that's that's all, advanced it's all written These are down. All Let's get crunchy here. <laughs> Let's get crunchy. Alright, this is... Uh, this is right. It wasn't the third edition. That was before that. Hey, tracking on a soft surface that's just snow. And because she's raging, she has extra ability to do yeah. things like yeah. this. Yeah. And so, she hates trees. Uh, and I hate trees. Here, here's an amazing yeah, animal stat cool. for you. So when the winds of Belize, I, I do. I, I want to keep the pace going. As soon as you're it's, ready, I'm, I'm done. I'm ready. I'm already ready. Go, dude. Yeah. Oh, sorry, right, we'll it later. is DC uh, twenty um, to knock a tree over and hit a pit. It at DC twenty five, you can get just the right angle on two of the pits. Good. I like that. All right. All right. It's good. DC twenty five probably not gonna happen. So what? Uh, it's doable. Um, well, I have a plus seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You can get you check your rage. Oh, yeah, sorry. Bing. Get an 18. Just go get it. Mm. Timber. Reach out. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to see if I have any other bonuses to that. Right, if, I think I have a plus uh, if you two. Didn't, if, uh, if Aurora didn't have Shadow Spike, Shadow Spike would certainly uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, Well, that would be... Check your, be... your rage does something about that. Yeah, that's what I thought. There are situations where you don't want a legendary weapon. Yeah. Trying to find it. But action? Bonus no, no, action? It was, it was bonus action, and it was right there. You just, you just clicked it. It's right, oh, it's right, okay. It's right there. Is that how it's spelled? There it is. You gain advantage on strength checks. That's what I was looking for. I knew it existed. I was spelling it like the country. Okay, here we go. You mean from real life? Yeah, that's an 18. Got the 18! Yeah. Oh, yes. oh, wait, is that the 25? Yeah, I got it. So she gets advantage because she's raging. Because I'm raging. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. 25 DC. Describe what this looks like here. This is exactly what you think it is. I mean, it's Bearjaw in her rage form. She kind of has like this weird vision of like, you know, finds the right tree. It's like, you. <laughs> And then her head goes down and she shoulder checks the tree. And then just like her arms go around it and it just comes down a splintering, cracking noise as the roots get ripped up out of the ground. This thing was so close. And its sharp, pointy um, branches just careen down into the. uh, (laughs) A couple of the bandits hear the crack. I mean, a tree breaking is. And the sound of a bear dog approaching. It is is like a crack. It happened in Belagarth one time. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was fucking loud. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, like a thunderclap. It's like a thunderclap as it snaps, and multiple of the bandits <laughs> look up and let out their best Wilhelm scream <laughs> as it uh, just collapses on top of them and snow pops <laughs> up into the air, completely just covering uh, that. Very area. quick aside, so I went to Belize where tapers are native. When a jaguar attacks a, ta- attacks a taper, which is its natural predator, it just runs through the thick jungle so that the foliage rips it off. And I was told by a guide a taper can run through a tree this thick of wood wow. without slowing down. Like, <laughs> literally nice. run through a full grown tree. And those tree. are tiny. They're, They're small. Aren't even so bad job. Bad job, definitely. It's a tapir. <laughs> just taken up to the taper form. Taper form. <laughs> uh, all right, that was bad job. 
It smashed and a couple of guys screamed and it. it so what's it, our tallies on our, our 19? Don't know. Can't tell. They got, they're covered. But it blocked. Uh, but it covered two holes. Two. Yeah. Awesome. It smashed down on two holes as through, they screamed. By that time, yeah. Perfect. Uh, mock. <laughs> but yeah, that would be six of them. Uh, Aurora and Essen. Six of them because there are three. Yeah, they're surprised. They're surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're mock. No one has reacted yet to mock. So 50 feet away. Half, half on the first turn, he can close the distance yep. and, go, yeah. and go glaive style. Glaive, Yeah, stick snack. Um, Just poke into every hole with your stick. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna, he's, he's basically gonna go for, yeah, basically the, the, the closest group. And just kind of catch well, the them. closest group uh, has yeah. two guys in it. Okay, well then uh, you're close. You, sure. got, it's well, got, you got reach on the thing, and these things are all grouped. He does, and just kind of again just starts slashing down in wide and wide swaths. Uh, here we go. That's gonna be a seventeen. Uh, that will hit. They don't have cover anymore from this angle. Yeah. Oh, eighteen actually, and great. And so the second one will be a seventeen. So two seventeens. Uh, uh, yeah, they'll both hit. Then uh, it's gonna be. Uh, double seven. So each one will be, let's see, it's five, 12 damage. Uh, each one of them gets cut in half by the glaive. Uh, perfect, yeah. The, uh, the glaive, so silent for so much out of game time. Once again, snick snack! Uh, slicing through the, uh, the, the enemies, leaving screams and blood at the bottom of these, of these pit traps. And Mock continues to just howl, just be like, I'll have your heads! Trying to draw attention. Uh, Justin. Justin. I realize Bog Class has no material components. Did you but he <laughs> puts a hand <laughs> on the scroll that he has is chasing the rune of a Shardalon. It's on his belt. He says, I'll call on the fire of a Shardalon. Um, and the snow around the tree where Gary and Bairn is starts to steam as a 40 foot fog cloud lifts up. Heavily obscuring them. Uh, so he casts Fog Cloud. 40 foot. It's 40 foot diameter, 20 foot radius. So Circle. 20 feet. I mean, that's going to cover like all of the pits as well. Okay, it'll put it behind the, the, the pit. The pits are tightly are in, in a complete are, are in a complete it. circle around the tree, like close to it. This sounds like a great idea. Oh, the range attackers. Oh, sorry, I thought the tree was on the far end of the clearing, and they were in the middle. No, no, no. The, the tree's in the, the middle of the clearing. The pit traps around were around the tree. Oh, to yeah, it's just picturing here that you would fall into a pit trap no matter what angle you. Ah, it's like a trench almost. Yeah, like a like a trench surrounding. Ish. Exactly. Yeah, but there's six of them, so you get it. Thank you. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. So um, he'll center it on the tree and covering the two pits that got covered by the fallen tree. Huh. Uh, say that again. So it's oh, oh, I see. The two that are already yeah, and the two sort that of creating are... like an escape like path along exactly. Over yeah. And the, the point was. is that you can't see anyone in it, so they can't target Baron and Gary. Gotcha. It anywhere. And then he falls prone, which will give any attackers disadvantage unless they're five feet away from me, in which case they have advantage. Get to the ground. Yep. So after raising this fog cloud, he concentrates on it and goes flat in the snow. Just poofs in the snow. It's so cold. His rabbit ears just poof. <laughs> uh, it's good That's point. Me. 
Oh, so which ones are fogged? Oh, oh, um, Alto, Baron is no longer flying. Baron, he dropped to the ground. Okay, cool. I wasn't real high up in the no. air. Yeah, I figured you were like pretty close because you and, were touching uh, the, the illusion of. Am I uh, dropped on prone or am I on my feet? No, I think in general. You were really close to the ground. You're fine. You were asking me to clarify. He said he put fog on the two that had the tree blocking them. Yep. Yeah, so just two so, of the pits. Okay, yeah. so just two pits. Just the other ones are still open. Open, okay, just making note for my brains. Um, Both brains. Scrimcorn uh, uh, looks back to. Uh, looks back to Essen. And um, says, Get down! And. Uh, um, and. Uh, charges forward towards uh, one of the pits, and halfway through his his charge, kind of like stumbles forward, and then uh, molds into a ball of dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dino of Dino ball. Compsognathus. Compies. 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 We're just gonna call them Compies. Um, and uh, and is able to. Uh, to get into um, one of the, the holes, or he's he's a he's a two by two right now. He's a he's a large size. He yeah, he'd only be able to cover one hole. He he basically pours into one hole. Called oh, thank you. I'm um, and so you see all the little dinos bounce, uh, bounding over to these. No, and they all start pouring in to one of the holes full of guys, which has screams coming out of it. Now. Uh, so he's in there in swarm mode. Oh, okay, okay, but you can't attack now. They're still screaming. Uh, oil vein. I would scream. Uh, still oil vein. Kind of, he charges kind of at an angle because he's trying to line up two of the uh, trench, uh, little trenches in a line, and he ca- he uh, gets within range. <clears throat> and he casts ag. Do you have one of those for Agnes? <laughs> that spell. Agnes. I'm about to read. Agonazar Scorcher. So, oh, is this new? No, he's had that one. He just okay. hasn't been using it that much. It's just one of his um, favorites. Whip it out for you. Yeah, I can have a scorcher and water deep one time. Uh, took a week for them to clear up. Yeah, so Oil Vania, he runs up. Uh, he gets within 30, uh, closer probably than a 30 foot range from where they're at. Because he wants to line up as many guys as he can. Yeah, you could you could line up on two pits, and they have to uh, anything that he hits uh, has to beat a dexterity of fifteen. Uh, okay. Uh, well, there are the uh, seven of them. Just a straight line. Oh yeah, that's yeah. sweet. You'd have catch someone before. Yeah, I did it wrong before. I did. They're supposed to come from me, so. Uh, DC what? Fifteen. Uh, yeah. Of what? Dexterity. Sorry. Dexterity. Sorry. Oh, dexterity. Sorry. Um. Um. Does it say anything about? I hate uh, being asked, but cover actually gives you a bonus on dexterity checks. Oh, yeah. It does? Dexterity uh, saves. How much? It depends on the amount of cover, I think. It says it in there. If you're in a hole... <laughs> it might be to, it might be to prob- save. Probably a Plus two, plus five. It's probably just advantage, right? You'd think? You'd think. Every once in a while, one cover. Yeah, every cover. once in a while, Oh, it is just a flat. <laughs> yeah, three quarters. Plus five to save Cover. Uh, so what's the DC they need? Unless your spell specifically says they okay. don't get right. whatever. I got it. So uh, four of them uh, saved so far. Five of them saved, so two of them did not. Okay, so it's going to be uh, half damage on okay. successes. We'll go ahead and roll it. Uh, let's see. Uh, that is uh, 18 damage. 18 damage. All right. Uh, and what does this look like? Give, give us the. Uh, so, oil vein kind of runs at an angle, 
He's approaching it. Everyone kind of tussles a little bit head on. He comes at an angle, kind of skids, and he's got. He hikes up uh, Snoot, so he's sitting on his shoulders. So Snoot is kind of like right here. And then, uh, <laughs> what is that? Uh, Oil Van does this with his hands. What does he do? One of these things. Not one of these things. He's trying to do a weird thing where he can aim at it. Yeah. And shoot yeah. a line of Dark a wall strange. of fire. So, <laughs> Oh, just yeah. a Shoots line of him. fire at them? Yeah, kind of like this wall emanating from him in a straight line. I see, so Pretty that wall just... That, yeah. that wall just goes what over... Where is the flame? Uh, it starts off black, but as it gets hotter, <laughs> it turns uh, orange and then blue. Yeah. But it, it's like a flash, because it doesn't... It's not. Oh, a, so it's flame. just, a, it's just in an instant. In an instant, like the, flame, uh, the flame nice. blast, the line of flame just shoots forward, engulfing one of the uh, uh, one of the pits, one of the trenches, and then going to uh, the other one that's in a line from it, engulfing that one, and you hear screams from inside here, and the immediate aftermath is hard to see. At least two people are just uh, scorched dead on the ground, Immolated. and others are like actively burning. Well, the veins flaming waffle. <laughs> uh, the the bandits, the surviving bandits, uh, two of the pits are covered. One of them is cleared by mock. Two, uh, one of them is covered with uh, uh, with compies, and uh, two others are all on fire. And so the bandits go uh, <laughs> climb out of the <laughs> hole. Oh, and saying bandites, bandites. I haven't done that gag in a while. Um, they they uh, are cli- like trying to climb out of the holes and and like. The one, some of the ones on fire are like crawling forward, trying to get up and tripping. Others are like stood up and they're just running in different directions, nice. scattering. Uh, crossbows like dropped in the pits, and they're, they're just, it's a row. It's a row. If any try to run away from the compies, uh, yes. Well, three of them, actually four of them, are in the compy area. Well, we get one of these holes, but. Butterfinger <laughs> dinosaurs! Don't you lock them down regardless? Um, I thought. Yeah, they get something to hit. Oh, you have to hit. Okay. They hit and they're, they're moving to speed through. Yeah, they, uh, they, they scream and, like, kick at the uh, uh, kick at the little dinosaurs as they <laughs> scramble out and start running and going, What the fuck is that? <laughs> Amazing. What the fuck is that? Um, Accurate. These were uneducated. Hands. It's a uh, so, ha- are they all running away? Well, you don't yes. know. You're in a fog cloud. Well, I'm in a fog cloud. I can't see anything. Yeah, I, you hear the. I was not clear on that. You hear the. Yeah, fog cloud. You can see in or out. You hear chaos. Okay, I can't see anything, which means I can't really attack anything. Gary, it was all. I soaked all of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Gary did not get shot. Great. Uh, well, you get one punch on him. I mean, you can kill him. You could okay. kill him, and no one would know. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, we were too late. Well done. He'd come back. You get one free. Oh, just right. let, let him, let he him just go. puts his hand on himself with a few arrows sticking out uh, of like the cracks of his armor. He says, "Moradin, return the breath of life to me. Your servant. Uh, to me, your servant." I like that, that's good. A little extra flavor in there. Uh, cure wounds, just number one on himself. So he gets six. Six is drawn. A little flash of radiant right. energy. Does it push Are you out moving the out of the. Uh, uh, no, he's gonna stay in the fog cloud. Nice and okay. safe. Fair job. Ooh, who's left? 
there are uh, there are four like scorched on fire guys uh, uh, running, and three that are running away. So four, Stop seven, seven of them running Stop in all different different if, if directions. Any of, uh, if any of those guys are are within sixty feet, they're all yeah. You can yeah. yeah she'll she'll make a she'll make just a straight up attack on whoever's closest uh, with a reckless attack. Because why not? It's that kind of I thing. can't say it going wrong every before. day is a reckless every day is reckless when you're bear jaw <laughs> so uh, autobiography bear jaw a reckless life a reckless life a short and <laughs> reckless life um 25 25 a uh, hit yeah oh yeah, yeah easy easy and then I'll do it again but not, not with a we'll roll the damage first oh sorry uh that's a d8 plus seven. That's a one. So that's eight. Yeah, it was one of the guys on fire as it kills him. Yeah! Okay, then we'll do it one more time. Frankly clobbered. Yeah, 27. Easy. Do it again. The one will kill him. Yep. Seven! Yeah. Plus seven is 14. Yeah. Slam down uh, two of them. Boom. Boom. Yeah, you're Boom. moving. Boom. Wait, you were throwing? Yeah. Then it's 2d8. Remember? You oh. the whole thing. Sorry. Real dead. Are they even deader? I mean, yeah, they do a lot more damage. So, yeah, so you, I, I thought you were chasing after them. So, you know, you're no, throwing the hammer, boom, yeah, boom. Just like, two of them. She like, she's standing Smash. on top of the log just in case the little fuckers come out. Yes. Like, she's well, gonna play a little Where they would come out is actually obscured in the fog. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She's like ready for them to emerge from the fog um, to their death. Okay, that was Bear Jaw? That was Bear Jaw. And, uh,. Aurora charges forward, shadow yeah, spike in hand, and she, she gets up. She is running. She is chasing after one of the uh, one of the fleeing bandits. Want to uh, toss a little d twenty for her dagger throw? Get her, do it. Red. Red. Yeah, you can do it. That's sixteen. Woo, sixteen. That'll hit the bandit. So she's got she's got shatter strike in uh, one hand, which she's holding, and then she left hand pulls out a dagger and chucks uh. it forward. Thunk into Yikes. the uh, into the oh. bandit's back, knocking him into the snow, and then just keep stabbing. Uh, just keep whoever's looking Essen's way sees oh. Essen. Uh, Essen is standing very calm throughout this. I mean, it's only been a few seconds, frankly. Right? Essen, the storm was now within. Uh, uh, <laughs> Essen goes and grabs one of the vials that uh, he was using uh, uh, for the etching acid on his thing, and he just uh, uh, and he chucks it forward uh, towards. <laughs> Towards one of the uh, uh, one of the pairs of fleeing bandits that are a little bit closer together, and then he just watches and he snaps his finger as the vial explodes and as or not not explodes like the vial shatters and the acid sprays down, showering down on two of the bandits who fall to the ground screaming like trying to wipe off of them as they're screaming and rolling in the snow, grabbing they're like grabbing snow and like rubbing it on it and just screaming more. White phosphorus. This is <laughs> this is the weakest display of power that he's shown yet. I love the smell of burning bandits. He's been cooped up for phosphorus. He's crazy. World War Two. We need to give one of these guys a Well, Bear Tristan's got to shout that louder because it is not a trajectory. That's the one guy. Mom captured and there are two left. Yeah, yeah. three left. Two. Two left, I think. Yeah. Jusin says, "Keep one. We need to find out who sent them." Yeah, sure. Or not. Um, so. Or not. <laughs> mock, mock throws. Here we go. 
We'll just see. So Mock has, uh, yeah, he has his, his right and left little handy throwing axe. He'll let one fly. Hmm, that's a three. Mm. Oh, I do have, uh, I have another. Do they live or die? Mock has so many ways to he just so make that three hit. Like I just expect that it will hit. No, what? you no, know what? No, okay. He's not going Fate. to. He's okay. not going to. He's gonna let it. He's gonna let it, uh, the, the, the axe thunk into a tree, and it'll be like. You hope it lands in a tree. Finding that thing in the snow. Mm-hmm. Mundane axe, man. <laughs> uh, and, and, and he can make uh, metal hot. That's okay. Keep going. So and, and he he'll just say. Uh, he say, well, we'll have to we'll have to track those boys down unless someone can uh, unless someone has spells left. He doesn't he, he doesn't get anything this round. Tristan, Tristan's gonna drop the fog since they're all running away now. They're like, oh, finally. <laughs> um, when you drop the fog, you immediately see one of the bandits is like. Crawling out from underneath the yeah. tree that covered the thing, and he's like, scr- he's not slowly. He's like scrambling up, but you see thick blood just yeah. like he t- like, out we his neblin illusion labyrinth and flicks it, and he's gonna cast phantasmal force on him. He's got to make an intelligence saving throw fourteen. I really hope he doesn't make it. Yes, Ooh, he does not. Like he sees the illusion of skeletons with just like flesh hanging off of them, crawling out of the snow in kind of a half a ring around him, uh, blocking him into the tree. And Drustin shouts out, you have uh, angered Drustin the green, the green wizard of Silvery Moon. Tell us now who sent you or your soul shall be sent to the afterlife so your body can rot away as my servant. And he's not lying. Oh god! <laughs> uh, what, what does this spell do? It's it just, it just Wait, it creates uh, a visual? So no one else just sees this, but the guy too? sees, feels, hears, absolutely believes that this thing is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, yeah. That's it. It's just a visual. And if I wanted to do damage to him, if I wanted it to be something attacking him, it would do one you six can. damage. I see. Um... He freezes like his scrambling in the snow and starts pushing backwards and he says, Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Who sent ya? Or my servants will tear thee to pieces. He says, What do you mean? Why why were you here? What's why did you capture poor Gary? Why did Gary do to you? You burned our home! Oh. Oh. Oh! Oh. That's just them? But how'd you know about Gary? Uh, uh, and you just hear sobbing coming from inside, <laughs> inside the pit. Oh my god. Gary. That wasn't- Christ. That was just revenge. Grim corn. Wait, just for- you burned house and your dead loved ones? Fuck you! Sorry, man. That was the brakes. You yeah, just don't all that pain. Like, just these skeletons. Oh, yeah, and he is, like, coming back, completely back into the pit, and you hear, like, loud heaving sobbing. Well, anyone else wants to try getting some information from this I could guy. shake him some. I think we just got all of it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we did burn though. How'd they, how'd they find Gary? I mean, you if any of them got away, we weren't real subtle about anything. Ever. Yeah. All, all they, they had to do was describe us in Silvery Moon. They were very, yeah, they were 
clearly plenty of them left here. Scrimcorn, the swarm of dinosaurs. Are you chasing them down? It does not pursue. It does, does not, not pursue. pursue. Is yeah. anyone pursuing them? There are like two yeah. injured ones left. Well, we there are probably survivors revenge. underneath the tree. Now they're gonna really want Yeah, revenge. yeah. Uh, Drewston is going to pursue. Okay, so Scrimcorn, uh, Scrimcorn stops as he can turn back into his. Uh, he stays dinosaur. Stays as dinosaur di- dinos. Oil vein. What's your immediate little, action? Little uh, pile of cuddly he's dinosaurs. Not, he's not pursuing. He's kind of sneaking around. So he doesn't Find doesn't fire after him, Baron. Uh, how far away are they at this point? Uh, they're still not far. Thirty feet. Like they're close. They're very close. They're close. You could, you could close the gap on them. Close enough to attack. Should they had to scurry out of the little hole and start running. How many are there around since then? What's their number? Two, two running. And one stopping. And at least one, one in the pits. Maybe others in injured, bleeding out. Who knows? And remember, when they drop to zero, they're not necessarily instant dead. Like, you, you want survivors I, I in a fight, fight like this? You could, quote unquote, kill all of them. Yeah. Some of them are still alive, the question. Gotcha. It, it's uh, cut his head off. We oftentimes describe it as murdering, as completely killing them. And by the mechanics, they kind of are. You can assume you, you that should, in a fight like you this, supposedly make a choice when you drop the yeah. zero, but like uh, it doesn't. Is that like spelled it, out in fifth edition? It was definitely thought, earlier. I thought it was. I we, thought it was we've used that before. Anyway, it sorry, it is Baron. Uh, it was asking for Baron's action. Uh, Baron. Because there's some dual. He's gonna shoot back a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> Mad. Uh, he, he, Baron still has some of the bolts in his body. Yeah. Yeah. Vengeful God. punishes those. Baron sees now that the fog is cleared that there is a crossbow bolt. In the thigh of, uh, Gary. of Gary, right in Poor front of you. Gary. Yeah, uh, Baron uh, raises his shields as Moradin. Burn my enemies oh, with a sort of a divine flash oh, as uh, nice. uh, he's doing channel divinity radiance of the dawn. So every enemy that I can see within thirty feet makes Ooh. a Constitution saving throw fifteen. You just can't kill them all, huh? Nice. So. Uh, the one in the pit saves, and the two running. What happens to them? They. Uh, a divine gout of flame and radiant light uh, emanates from Baron as they take. Uh, oh shit, 13 from Baron. Plus nice. seven, 20 radiant damage. The radiant light just. It just incinerates. It incinerates them. Just a flash of light, and they collapse to the ground. Much of their skin just completely. I imagine uh, like white smoke turned to dust coming out of their mouth as as their bodies lay, and white smoke floats up into the air. And uh, does it do damage on a miss? Uh, it does half damage on a miss, oh, so that yeah. guy takes ten. And the sobbing in the pit, which you could now see through, like you can see again through there because it's a tree falling on a pit, but there's still like gaps. And uh, uh, that sobbing stopped as no he more. burned. And uh, there were a couple that were writhing around in there, probably They're hitting the tree. Only the ones I can see, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, you how are, you have an angle to see inside these trees. Okay, okay. Well, then that's everybody. Uh, yeah, it was basically everybody. <laughs> so. That's it. You see no one else moving. No one else at all. And Bear Jaws, your turn's up next. No one's moving. Darn it. Wait. Tristan. Bear Jaws readies for any more. It's going to run over to Gary. All right, he's still Let's got see. his tie. Yeah. Gary! Gary's got a, a crossbow bolt in his thigh. Oh. A poison crossbow bolt. Oh, oh you're alive! And he says, oh, why doesn't it hurt? That's a person of the grease of Martin. <laughs> Ah, uh, because of the graces of Moradin. <laughs> You're welcome. And the poison. Yeah. And the poison. <laughs> Bobby runs it's up already. and 
puts well, actually, hand. it definitely hurts. He just won't drop Duh. a zero. Yeah. <laughs> I can flavor okay, it how okay. I want. Right. That's what he says. He's also right. in shock. That's his character. He's also in shock. Don't tell him what his character is. There's also, there's also, there's also poison. So there are, there are a lot of possible explanations. This poison is called last caress. Baird is confused. He didn't think it did that. He's like, because of the grace of Mordor. <laughs> your faith truly is awe-spiring. He says, "Of course, you. We are such a brave lad." Um. Then he puts a hand on his cheek, and then he gets like embarrassed. He says, "Let's get, let's get these robes off of you." He says, "But the poison bolt." Uh. He looks around and tries to see if there is a poison bolt trap. Justin can't find a poison bolt trap. <laughs> he says, "Oh my god!" Don't worry, Gary. I'll protect you. You'll be safe. And he uh. Uh, he doesn't. Baron doesn't stands like there with his shield in front of him. <laughs> Cut him down, Drustin. Uh, and he takes out a, a small knife and starts chopping. It's easy enough ropes. to cut the many ropes, and they just slough free, and nothing happens. Ah, oh, it was a lie. Gary uh, drops down, gives him a hand up. He they, says, "You came for me." Hold hands for a moment longer, and then he like, drops it. <laughs> oh. A brief second. Oh, of he course, Gary. He says, "I'm sorry. They took me from the reliquary." Is the reliquary okay? It's I mean, not even locked up. It's yeah, not even like locked. A it's been robbed. You <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to rebuild everything. It took us two he says, days. I take home some of the more uh, valuable trinkets to the safety of my abode in the evenings, but uh, he says. Is, but they took me right in the in broad daylight. Oh, none of them are alive anymore. They're all dead, Gary. Don't worry, kill them. Look around. He said, "Why did they take me?" And he collapses to the ground. He says, "Oh, Gary." They're lawbreakers, of course. Bandits who have no respect for the order of society. That's why they took you, Gary. He says, they came around, they came around to ask him. They said, they said, any uh, hero types around here? And they asked about the reliquary and who set it up. And I told them, I told them your whole story like you told me to tell them. I gave all the information free to share, nothing to hide. Excellent. Good job, Gary. You did well. You did a great job. He says, and they got really excited, and I thought maybe they would pay extra to see the reliquary, and then suddenly there was a bag over my head, and I didn't know where I was. Well, the good news is... You were with the bag over your head. Your job will never be this exciting again. <laughs> Don't make promises you can't <laughs> yeah. keep, I thought I was going to end up in the museum. <laughs> that no, would only be if there was so enough of you to... Is he a PTSD <laughs> kind of... Yeah. <laughs> He says, fuck up, Gary. Uh, you're, uh, you're a friend of the Green Wizard now. Danger uh, shall be your slay. Interesting, <laughs> 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 still new to this <laughs> fake trendy post act. You've been hanging out with Aurora too much. <laughs> it's his first management position. Yeah, he's an inspiration. Walk with us, Gary. Uh, he says, Bear Doll, can you carry him? <laughs> More shit for the backpack. Essence over there, and he kicks, he kicks some snow over the Hold edge on, of the little we're going of, back. The, of the trenches, and he says, "Shot it, craftsmanship." Well, good pit trap. We're gonna need more etching acid. <laughs> as far as I can tell, 
a, a group of bandits came to have revenge on us and will never be seen again. Will nearly be seen again. Uh, I'll think our job is done. <laughs> ah, you should say so. Uh, we really should be rewarded by local law enforcement for doing their job for them, but can't get paid for everything, I suppose. I say killing them in such a amazing make another scene in front manner. of city is reward enough. I'll stay my hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I heard some good screaming. We can check if there's a bounty out for them. A family living in the woods. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, if if, if you must. We did get that teapot, which has proved more valuable than any any couple coppers for, for this lot of miscreants. Though them lining up on you, Baird, uh, didn't wasn't wasn't the right play to send you out there on your own. Well, we should have caught. Right. We should have caught that ahead of time. It would have been nice to catch it ahead of time, but ah, uh, still standing. Yeah, yeah, you're a hearty beast. Wasn't was there no was there no poison dart? Oh, there was lots of them, but they all landed on me, so you're fine. He says, I mean, attached to the ropes? No. Was it a lie? Did I tell you a lie? Did I work for them? (laughs) He says, they played me. I should have seen through it. I'm sorry, Drewston the Green. He says, this time there will be no price. (laughs) This time. But uh, I'll walk you home again. Get ever lie to me again, Gary. Make sure you're truly okay. Come out of your paycheck. Come out of here. You'll have a story to tell brave visitors to the reliquary. Also, I'm going to need you to write down your entire account of the yeah. event. I assume well, so someone, I assume someone tends to his thigh, cuts no out the bolt. Yeah. Yeah. Cuts out the bolt, bandages his Baron takes care of that. Yeah. He's trained in both medicine and healing yeah. magic. It's easy. It's a regular crossbow bolt. And then Baron can see, actually, when dressing it, that, yeah, the this... This shot here through the like artery on the leg from this guy, like yeah. that should have that should have killed him. Ooh. And he barely didn't even see it coming in because it, it must have been one on the far end. Mm. It came from right behind the tree, caught him in the leg as Baron was getting hammered from every direction by bolts. Yeah. And uh, if it weren't for uh, Baron's uh, spell, more than. Apparently not everyone like, is drawn by flying, play. floating, green, kind of like illuminated dwarf. <laughs> Someone's like, I'm not going to get tricked. Shoot that guy. <laughs> there, was, there was one guy. I hate that guy. I have a job. I'm cool. Uh, he, uh, he gives him a, a good application of a Moradin. Return the breath of life to this. Guy's leg. Gnome. <laughs> Morden will only heal gnomes if you say it with such distaste in your mouth. This unfortunate gnome. Like all gnomes. He like gets gnomes. ten. It's a good one. A dwarven <laughs> word for gnome is lesser dwarf. Lesser dwarf. <laughs> Half dwarf. Helpless uh, creature. Yeah. Ten is, is, is like dwarf. nine more hit points than he has. He's juiced. And cancer. <laughs> And yeah, no, he feels better. Closes it up. The wound after it's been stitched up. He doesn't do a lot of stitching. He mostly just like pulls the thing out, gets most of the nasty stuff out, and then magically heals the rest of it. It's not like stitches yeah. or anything like that. That's a clerics <laughs> way of dressing a wound. That's right. Yeah. 
divine. I'm not a Cherugan. You can be clumsy with it. You're like, yeah. Well, oh, does it hurt? Sorry, it doesn't matter. You're about to be fully healed the moment. It's fine. It's fine. You need a little extra heat for me. It's the same spell, whether I rip out some extra flesh with the arrow or not. It's oh, either that or rotten, rotten poultice from uh, yeah. Scrim. So. <laughs> All right. Do you really want the witches to touch you? The path is clear. <laughs> the silvery moon. Yeah. And as you approach Silvery Moon, 20 more bandits. <laughs> Another pit trap! Another no. You see the fires of the city on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. Erky's been captured again. <laughs> Someone raised him from the dead because of capturing him. You see, Silvery Moon, as you approach it, is different than it was since you last left it. On fire. There is activity abuzz outside of the gates of Silvery Moon. As you approach, you see wagons moving around. And we're we're talking, we're talking, you're a a quarter mile from the front gates where there wasn't much going on. Some patrols, people moving in and out. But now the area around it, where the trees are mostly cleared out around this area, there are wagons coming up, tents being set up. There's like, clearly a whole... Um, uh, Does this look like people coming or people is going? being erected. No, a lot of stuff is coming out of the city. You're seeing you're seeing wagons move from out of the city. It's a maypole. But you're uh, you're also seeing coming from other directions. You see from the direction of uh, well, Mithra Hall is still far away. But coming from the east, the road to the to the west actually is uh, you see several dwarves. There's a, a, a company of 25, 30 dwarves wearing, prominently wearing the, the symbols of Mithril Hall, the oh, trade, the, uh, uh, the, wearing the, the, the honorable uh, insignia of the trade clans uh, uh, coming out with a huge set of wagons out this way. And uh, this is no surprise to Baron, so I'll fill salmon. Um, uh, for as you uh, look at Silvery Moon itself and its and its uh, notable beautiful skyline. You see something new added to it for uh, hanging off of the tallest tower of the uh, hanging off the tallest tower in Silvery Moon is a massive uh, airship that has come in and is attached to uh, seems to be docked up onto a tall spire and Baron knows that this means one thing it is the trade um oh not festival trade uh, uh sorry I had a name for it convention a for the no it is a trade festival that's what I had it um it's a uh, it's a Silvery Moon trade festival marked by one of Silvery Moon's famous trade ships returning uh, returning to the city stores heavily laden with uh, uh, with goods from all around the world Ooh. and uh, and when these unscheduled when this unscheduled event happens uh, a massive two week long festival is erected in and all around Silvery Moon becoming one of the uh, one of the greatest commerce events of uh, uh, of this side of the world. Well, this is the trade festival. Sometimes these happen only once every three years. Sometimes it's multiple times a year. It's this, The ships don't give advance notice when they are coming back, and when they do, they send out word. So Mithril Hall being so close always sends out a, a contingent of uh, 
uh, of traitors, dwarven traitors, as well as some of the uh, the barbarians from the you know, from the the more high more. It's called something else. That, a city that's right G- outside oh, of uh, oh, Settlestone. Um, oh, right. As well as some barbarians from Settlestone to uh, to help out, and they set up a whole dwarven, um, you know, representatives of Mithril Hall and the, the the dwarven the dwarven clans. And so it's uh, being set up. Everybody. Hey, would often tell me about these. I'd, I'd been to one. Actually, I hadn't actually a bit the timing to get there. But as soon as she got word of them, she'd head on out to the hold and uh, see if she could whip out some deals or something. Says, uh, wouldn't surprise me in the least if Eldith was here. She tipped off at her mother. Same training. Unfortunate <laughs> yeah, uh, timing. An opportunity to do business on uh, on a level unprecedented. Perfect timing for these gems of ours. Gary, you better get back to the real really fast. We're gonna get back to work, Gary. <laughs> he goes, eyes wide, he says, Ah, yes, sure thing, boss. No PTO, no pit time off. And, hey, uh, hey, thrust it. But plenty he of money. Just had a bit of a day. Gary. He hogs off ahead, and he looks Rock. back. He says, Gary, I'll, I'll walk you there. I'll meet you later, cousins. Right, he says, Oh, thank you, sir. I'll walk in there, <laughs> He just escaped you. <laughs> You're right, Baron. I should walk him <laughs> there so yeah. that he can work the rest he, of the day. Because he might not go. <laughs> uh, all right. Jewishton uh, disappears off, and it's a walk through this. The, 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 the festival is not set up yet. Yeah. Like, I mean, you've only been gone two days. Like, this thing must have arrived today. Like, and now there's, uh, or, or maybe it arrived last night, but now there's just a, this flurry of activity. Mm. We should, uh... Somebody should head to the Golden Oak. Make sure our rooms are still there. Uh, I saw that there. Well, and, uh, that message we were supposed to. Hey, is my room still there? <laughs> 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 and uh, we should head to Balnos to uh, up. show her Essen and uh, and the teapot and the teapot, aye. And uh, she want a gander to make of Aurora if we decide we're taking her along with us. If she wants to come. Well, I don't think there's a question of that. <laughs> Everyone gives her a side-eye. Mortal danger has only emboldened her. Yeah. Uh, Supercorn says that. Mortal uh, danger has only emboldened her. As is, she'll suck. Um, well, I'm happy to go with the Balanos contingent. Gonna head straight there? All right. Yeah. Mock and, uh... Bearjaw's going with Scrimcorn. Let's go hotel. So Scrimcorn is going where? Hotel. To the hotel. Oh, the hotel. To make sure so Bearjaw and Scrimcorn going to the hotel. Mock and... Drewston down. Oh, no. Drewston's going to... Uh, Mock no, and no, Baron. Drewston is uh, going to check on the relic card yeah. with Gary. Drewston's going to that. Sure so Mock oh. Raise your hand if you're going with Mock to Balanos. Oil Vane's going to grab the teapot from Bearjaw. That's what I figured. Okay, so Oil Vane's got the teapot, and then Mock and, uh, and Baron had it up there. Um, Jerusalem is Jerusalem, I would say. I would hope Essen will yeah. join us. Uh, Essen will go with you too. Yeah, Essen's sticking with uh, the teapot. Just as a pre-warning, you guys know that the people going to do the business dealing with the hotel are the ones who have the least Fair and concept of currency. I would, uh, I would imagine there would be the least amount of negotiation happening just, there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Jerusalem... Baron goes, Baron goes. They have a fixed rate. Uh, are, you, are you changing your mind? 
If this is pointed out before you part ways, then yes. No, no, yes. no. no one points it out. Scrim does not say that was not in character point out. Then, then the, the chips lie, lie where they fall. Also, uh, Baron, weren't you the one that went to go yeah. uh, <laughs> get a job to guard a caravan and ended up paying? Baron has a slightly stronger grasp of no, currency. See, I like this because it means far. that Baron is a hierarchy. That Baron also thinks of himself as someone that is. <laughs> Savvy! That is in the higher level. He had to manage finances for a family. is running a non-profit business, but he's running a business. Uh, okay, so, Jushin, you're your first arrival. The owner. The wife handled the finances. I did it! arrives at the reliquary, pleased to find that yeah. it is uh, undisturbed. Uh, uh, it, it is not, Everything seems to be in place, and uh, we're heading in kind of late afternoon, early evening. Yeah, right it's yeah, yeah. The, the, is it a magic hour? Is it a beautiful time yeah. of day? Beautiful. It's about to be. It's a romantic uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, both of them have just been through, like, super right? adrenaline. And he says, Gary, when you're signed up, Gary, Gary, when you're signed up to work for the Green Wizard, you, you never knew what you'd be coming into. Let me uh, buy you a drink and I'll fill you in on what adventures I've been on so you're more prepared. Is, yeah, you, you don't need me to um, man the reliquary? Let it be closed for tonight. We use the word staff here. Uh-huh. He says, oh, that would be lovely. I get it. Lovely. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> yeah, I don't see Jason for a while. Awesome. Don't, <laughs> don't send any sendings to Jason. <laughs> cookie, don't, cookie. Don't go looking for what you don't want to find. <laughs> yeah. I told you all about my eel horn. Full of oil. I'm gonna show you my other really cool. You're gonna make us go muted. Good. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad. Make it mute. Where was I then? Franchisee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that's All true. Right. That makes a big difference. Spring corn and Bear arrive at the Golden Oak. Probably busy. And uh, yeah, there are people in the uh, in the lobby, like multiple contingents, like three or four. Uh, uh, clearly, people dressed in finery, and uh, <laughs> there are multiple. Like what must be guards or personal um, uh, uh, and personal attendants waiting outside the Golden Oak as uh, as others are inside, and uh, you guys Bear walk job. in and see. Bearjaw shoulders her way through this crowd with very little concern for uh, what propriety. Oh, that's where I keep my food. Propriety. Um, so yeah. she shoulders away past the crowd. Yeah, you're like whatever. And Scrim's uh, deep clean that uh, he had done before. Is he gone? He quickly, he, he quickly <laughs> reverts back to his natural state. So he's he has his normal pig uh, pen cloud of protection around him from bumping into other people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I guess we go up to um, go to a room see if our keys the, work. <laughs> the, That's a good place to start. Yeah, start start at the room. See if we can get to the room. Yeah, your your room is still active. Okay, and okay. then uh, let's go to the. Uh, uh, he uh, he rings one. He rings one of the bells. Ding. 
yes, one of the uh, uh, immediately within you know within thirty seconds, uh, one of the were they hooded? I think so. It's been no, so they white just, robes. They head just, down yeah, the their head is down as they uh, as he walks in and he says, "What is it that you need?" And he says, "Yes, yes, <clears throat> you 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 can look at us." Um, he looks up and looks at you. And says, Give a frank, sir, frank good, evaluation good of our, his attractiveness. Our, our, our things. Look at me. Our things are are still here. How much time have we? Uh, uh, well, when when did we pay them till? He says until today. Excellent. Let's uh, let's, check let's let's sign us up for uh, another uh, another few nights. He says, uh, right now the only room contracts are available are for two weeks, lasting throughout the trade festival, now that it has begun, and the room rates are triple what they were, uh, triple what they are at, uh, normal times. Okay, do that says, then. I assume that rate is acceptable, and I will pass it on to the proprietor. Room says, yeah, of course. Yeah, Bear John, Bear John's <laughs> just like, uh-huh, yeah, okay, whatever, yeah. money, <laughs> Somewhere like a brief spasm of mine. What was that? <laughs> All right, My heart. He says, <laughs> of course. And uh, they, he leaves. <laughs> He's like, hey, 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 just film me. Film me, whatever. Film me, whatever. And They've had scrims since they came with those so, uh, delightful bowl of cold tubers. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had him figured out. They did anything for those tubers. The finest. There's notes on our room. Make sure you deal with the big one or the stinky guy. <laughs> yeah. Loose with cash. <laughs> Easy upsell. Sometimes they don't tip at all. Sometimes it's just a random number. They seem to actually. I think I got best. a crystal skull. What is it? Berta just reaches into her pack to tip. Sometimes it's just like ten feet of rope, and sometimes it's like a storm gem. Here your bread rolls. Yes, here's a diamond. I guess. Saved my life. Very useful. Alrighty, and you know when you could do for a good bit of rope. You should only mock Baron Essen and uh, Oilvane. Head on over to Balanos. Do you think our, our airship's gonna look like that one up there? And uh, what uh, does that one up there look like? You said airship, but what does that what does that mean? What does that look like? Uh, oh yeah, no, this is a this is a classic like galleon, like, like flying, uh, uh, like yeah, like zeppelin, like huge zeppelin balloon, and underneath it is a big like modeled after a massive like galleon sea ship. Hmm. Uh, uh, it like is that? it is humongous. Uh, yeah, like that. Can we, can we take a look? It's small pic, small picture, but okay, yeah, okay. Expand it. Oh, cool! Yeah. Like suspended from suspended from a big oh, balloon. Yeah. Wow. When you say air and ship, it's just a combination of those two words. It's just, I didn't it's realize that. It's a ship of the air with some spikes on it. They're looking pretty cool. Yeah, don't get that ship too close to the balloon. And uh, yeah, and. As you guys are getting close, you see uh, someone stumble out backwards out of uh, Balanos's uh, uh, doors, as uh, and she quickly follows it. She's going, just going, go on, go on, get now, get now, get now, and waving her hand in uh, someone's face. And uh, she says, she says, I'm coming. I'm just gathering my things. I'm gathering my things. Go on, go on, go on. I'll be there. <laughs> and uh, and she turns around to go, and she says, Aha! You're back. You didn't die. Hi. 
He says, come, come, come in. You are terrible at giving descriptions. She says, whatever you mean, darling. As she jumps up uh, her, as she goes inside and she like hops up her tree and scurries up and she's grabbing some uh, uh, packs and uh, heading, uh, swings back down. She says, I'm busy, busy. Trade festival has started. Got lots of maintenance to do. Many people talking in my ears. The feisty sprite was an elder air elemental. She says, quite feisty, right? That wasn't a sprite. (laughs) She says, elementals are, uh, sprites are elementals. And elementals are sprites, just different word. Valanos, everything that you've promised us in, in terms of the value you're going to add to our efforts, not knowing us or caring about us, is completely called into question by the fact that you communicated almost nothing about what we're actually going to do. Reasonably. She says, well, I don't know much about what's over there in Tempest Lake. I just know that there's something feisty and it's, uh, and it's got the air elemental properties that I need for the airship. She says, were you successful? Uh, he says, uh, oi. We were successful. And she's walking out her door, like starting to walk down the street. Okay. Yeah. Like, Mama let her walk Pursuit. away. He's inside her place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just leaving? Yeah. He will stay alone in her place and let her go. Rob her. Uh, uh, <laughs> she, like, she's responding, and her voice is, like, fading, and she looks back, and she says, Come, come. Uh, she says, we can walk and talk. Busy times. Uh, he says, uh, should we leave the elemental here? I'm keen to not have this with us. He says, toss it in the corner. Nobody takes anything from my place. He says, I was hoping so. And he leaves it. Where Does Essen stay there then? Essen, like, looks to Mog as Mog's starting to walk towards, uh, Balnos. And, like, Essen's looking at the teapot, looking at Mock. He says, it's, it's safe here. Mock says, he says, you know what this is. You think it's safe with us? He says, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay here for now. He gives him a nod and he says, he says, uh, better with you than us. Uh, he, he says, okay. <laughs> and he sits down. He says, I'm sure I can find something to make some tea here. Yeah. And you start hearing clattering. <laughs> sure. Uh, and then Mark is happy to go with Balanos. <laughs> Balanos says, so you got it. You got it in the teapot. And he says, killed the bandits, did ya? Oi. In two separate occasions. So many bandits. He says, that's the problem with bandits. You strike one down and two more always pop up. A blight on society that will likely never be cured. Now back to our, our matters at hand. He says, yes, yes. Uh, you'll have to wait a little bit longer with the trade festival here. Very, very, uh, very, very much in demand. He says, only reason can I can afford, uh, only reason I can, uh, I can let you whisk away with one of my experimental ships is because they let me do whatever I want because I maintain the fleet. As she, uh, she's like, she's heading towards the large spire where the airship is uh, moored. He got you. He says, uh, how soon can we expect the ship to be made? Oh, probably three or four days. You guys are walking and talking. To three them. or four days from today. <laughs> she says, yes, I do apologize. I said, normally, uh, she says, normally we'd get that whipped up and get you out of here this afternoon. But she says, she says, well, you know, duty calls. Whipped up. Uh, Mox says, is the ship. <laughs> Very well. He says, uh, I have uh, additional requirements uh, that I would like to ask of your you know, your expertise and your resources above and beyond what uh, you promised us with the airship. Uh, you're part of the expanded uh, responsibilities of our... And he starts kind of waxing a little bit kind of contractual there. I'm sure, I'm sure it very much fits Balanus's preferences for, for communicating. Uh, and he says, yes, yes, drop whatever terms you want. I'll have Silver and Moon sign it. He says, your contract will be with them in a technical sense. He says, uh, truly, 
Is there some representative for us to speak to there, or...? Uh, she says, oh, one of those... It's a, what's a derogatory term for, like, a bureaucrat? Oh, yeah. A paper bureaucrat, actually. actually. One Connor of those counters. bureaucrats! <laughs> yeah. Those bureaucrats! <laughs> one of those bureaucrats have come around my place. Uh, uh, it says, probably a couple times a day during this trade festival. It says, you'll be able to catch him there. Uh, very well. And, uh, uh probably we'll go back and spend some time with our companion S, and you know where to find us if you need us. Just, well, what were the requests? Oh, he says, he says, uh, interested in... And she stops with this yeah. and, like, looks and he at says, He says, uh, interested in a workshop of my own within your premises. Uh, this here, uh, weapon was designed on some, on a special anvil of dwarven making. I'm looking to recreate its like and have some more learning on how I might be able to create other tools of its power. You mean here in Silvery Moon in my workshop? He says, uh, the very same. He says, darling, nobody works in my workshop. He says, uh, well then, we'll have to work something out, because this is what I need, and you clearly have the resources to help me. She says, hmm, okay. And uh, <laughs> she walks away, she says, go ahead and set it up, just clear a spot. <laughs> uh, much appreciated. Okay. Let me know what I can do to be of less interference. Don't know anything that happens there. Those are easier than I thought. Well, I'm not ready. It's good. I have all these arguments. I'll pinch up. Don't try to take anything from my shop. It will kill you. Good to know. Wouldn't wouldn't have done that. Plenty of courtesy for a craftsman, but just coming in from different angles. It'll kill you. And uh, she she walks into the building of the like big spire that you now realize is primarily designed as a uh, as an airship dock airship yep. yeah dock airship dock and uh, she disappears through the doors and uh, someone says Balanos, there you are and she says she says yes yes I'm here and the voices disappear into the building it's her bowling league it's her time days oh, it's, evening. it's evening magic hour yeah I'm gonna head back to the hotel and get a drink. I'll be working all an early night. I'll be working all night in Balanos' shop. Let them let them know, or come get me if you need me. I work with you, Ben. All right, Aurora. Uh... Oh, Aurora! I had actually thought was uh, going to split off uh, pretty immediately. Arvik, back to. Uh, uh, yeah, so let, let, let's cut to that. We'll just do it now. Sure. And uh, she says, "I like Balanos." <laughs> 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 she says, uh, she says, well, I think I should be getting back to the name of my shop. All the all glitters. The glitters. She says, I think I should be getting back to all the glitters. Boy, it's hard to switch between all these different voices I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You're doing great. You're doing great. Hey, you're in the city, man. Be dead. Uh, then another man passes by and says, <laughs> then a woman on the street hey, selling flowers says, I am not a croc. <laughs> <laughs> They're all jealous. Says, oh, I should be getting back. I should be getting back to all the glitters. <laughs> She says, thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking me on this exciting journey, and I hope that I can make something that will impress you. No one's going to Oh, he says, uh, you have been nothing but dedicated and seem truly passionate about coming with us, and whether or not you see a life in crafting, I have faith that you'll do what it takes in order to get what you want. Uh, he says, uh, if we don't see you before, I'll... Uh, I'll likely see you tomorrow. I'll be coming by to speak business with your father. She nods. He says, Tiddly-oo. Tiddly. And she goes jogging off. 
prancing off. Uh, she returns Shadow Spike to us. Oh uh, yes, yes. Yeah. She hands it, actually she hands it back. Yeah. That's the last thing she does. She takes the sword out. Uh, well, she no, she doesn't because pulling a sword out of its scabbard in the middle of a city street is yeah. maybe not the really consistent. <laughs> the, 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 we've, got a, we've got a bad scabbard for yeah, so she unbelts yeah, yeah. the, the, the sword and scabbard and she unbelts the scabbard, but she holds onto it for a second and she says, "Just getting to hold this and swing it a couple times is something I never thought I would get to do in my life." And she uh, she hands it to Mock. Yeah. Takes possession. Returns the balance to shout. It's gonna be really carefully centered so that the sword doesn't hit the scabbard and destroy. It explodes, right? <laughs> it's ma- it's, we it's actually go through a lot of scabbards. The scabbard is more magical than Shadow's Because it can contain the Yeah, it took a couple days to make the sword and centuries. That, that magical enchantment was always impractical until someone finally mastered the art of making a real scabbard. You walk around with a sword without a scabbard, it clinks into things and things that explode. Door frames were just shattered all over the place. Stable. It's impractical, why do we keep at it? Alright, uh, yeah, she bounds off. Perfect. Baron uh, returns to the Golden Oak and Mock heads off to Balnos's shop. Yeah. To fuck her ass. Essen says, Well, then comes to. Yeah, I assume Oil Lane is going to Gold Lane. What is Gold Lane? What is yeah, Oil Lane? Oil Lane is going to walk with Baron back to the right. Gold Lane. Okay. Uh, Essen. And Bear Joe, I assume? Bear Joe's already at the Oh, that's right. You went with Scrim. So Essen says to Ma, says, Did you get what you need? He says, uh, I believe so. Uh, I cannot complete what I want to build on my own, but I can, I can begin. I can begin the process, and I have permission to work here. He says, he looks around, though. He says, though... <coughs> To be truth be told, I'd, I'd be appreciative if you'd help me not blow something up. He says, oh, this place is great. He says, he says, the second floor, it is all, uh, uh, he says, it is all trinkets and bubbles for the, uh, for the creation of magical fabrics. And on the third floor, he says, he says, that's all metalworking. He says, he says, fascinating work up there. And he says, and over there is where you can make tea. <laughs> well, let's brew some tea. And he pulls out the Journal of Durgeddon and flips back to his pages, which contain all of his diagrams yeah. of the forge and, you know, a very, a very specific kind of detailed recollection of the weave, again, the, 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 the lattices of power that he visually saw when crafting a head shaver. And he kind of resumes the conversation with Essen about, like, the weave that he talked about back at the lake and kind of like, is this what I could be seeing and how, and he starts explaining some of his theories and he basically says, we need to, we need to rebuild this. He says, basically, I'll, I can craft the physical objects here, but how do we bring the enchantment to bear? And they start, he starts that Essen, conversation. Immediately, Essen like sees these notes and hears what uh, Mach is talking about and he says, he says, this, he says, this thing that you're trying to do is not something you've ever done before. He says, uh, only one time, and as I said before, it was in the workshop of a master, and with the help of my, of my cousin Drusen, uh, who, who, has, who has knowledge of these arts. He says, he says, this work, he says, these notes, he says, this is the trade of my family. He says, this is artificing, this is what we do. He says, he says, my life's work is, uh, he says, everything I have done, you saw my enchantments at my, uh, at my, at, he doesn't even say my island, he says, the he island. says, at the lake. <laughs> he says, uh, 
a great many things there. A great many things I have seen. There, there are there are many amongst the dwarves who who work in magic, but we do not combine. It is it is much rarer for dwarves to go beyond the crafting of materials alone. And I have dedicated my life to finding the, the rarest and finest materials and creating the most beautiful and practical objects with them. But I have seen that through Durgeddon's work and legend that that the the most beautiful <clears throat> creations can come with a harmony of that arcane essence with the greatest of, of uh, a workman that a workman can do with his hands. He says, I couldn't agree more. And then he, like, takes a step back. He says, I don't understand all of these runes on these pages that you show me, but he says, but I would be fascinated to work with you on this task. And he looks back, and he looks Mock up and down, and he says, I can't help but feel like fate has drawn us together. Mock Mock smiles, and he says, good to have it working for me for a little bit. And uh, back at the Golden Oak, Baron and uh, Baron and Oilvane show up uh, to the room with Scrimcorn and Bearjaw. There are snacks laid out. Oh, oh excellent. Hey, you cream. That's just that's just a nice touch. I mean, that's just you know. Are they Scrimcorn level snacks though? I mean, uh, I have requested roots, <laughs> roots and and other vegetables. I assume you've, requ- you've All requested you every some raw meat. meat. Every meat. <laughs> so Justin's she out. Very vague Mox about out. That. It's just the four of us. Right. Yep. Uh, so thoughts on Aurora joining us? Yeah or nay? She survived so far. She's pretty good with the blade. I don't mind having her around. So you'd be for her coming? You? More people better. It says she survived so far, and she did not make things more difficult for us. So if it was your choice, and it was up to you, you'd say bring her. Yeah, I would. All right, you. There's risk there, but. She's seen what we what if she's seen what she already has and hasn't been scared away, we're not gonna be able to convince her otherwise and I don't mind. An extra an extra head on a swivel is always handy. Alright. I think she did fine as well, so I'm not opposed to her coming. What does Snoop think? Snoot is uh, Snoot's on the ground. Like he looks as beat as the rest of you feel, and uh, he's just laid out flat on the ground. As and as uh, Scrimcorn looks to Snoot, I suppose, since you said his name. Can Snoot like roll into like a crate. No, no. Snoot can't tell if he's Snoot. Uh, Snoot just looks over and goes <laughs> as a black goop. Slurves out from his uh, from his <laughs> mouth. Does it then, then reintegrate no, into his it, body? It does not. Uh, but he does not look. He's not still in his unhealthy mode. Like he's been. He's he's past his like sick. Does he still look sick? I mean, uh, the way like he looks anything. right now looks sick. Yes, he coughed up. Uh, his baseline seems to be going down. <laughs> A healthy slug looks sick. We don't know if he's True. sick or if he just looks unhealthy. Okay, so he's still. <clears throat> I don't know what to do about that, dog. That... I mean, I can try more powerful spells when I have the opportunity, but I've already attempted what I can do. We'll leave it in the snow, see if it comes back. I mean, we'll try to do some research, because I don't want to waste those kinds of spells, unless we know that they're going to work. Because we could keep... We could keep... We're doing things blind, but we, you know, put it in a jar. Snoop gets up and walks on over to the table where all the snacks are and looks up mm. and goes, ow, ow. Oh. Oilvane walks over and kind of like uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, kneels down beside him, pats him, and like uh, grabs various things and puts them in front of him to see if he wants to eat them. Snoot sniffs them and licks a little bit, and as soon as he licks it, he goes, <coughs> and more black goo blurps out from his yeah. mouth. Ring the bell. As he starts, like, stumbling backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Snoot, what's happening to you? Is he... Glad is a full services hotel. <laughs> yeah, the black, goop, the black goop that he's like barfed up is just on the floor. I have no qualms with natural filth, but this is unnatural. Not in that realm. Have you have you talked to any kind of exotic animal expert in town? Exotic something. animal expert. Like some, <laughs> like the animal expert is exotic. Someone who would know something about weird dogs? Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't even think to look for such a thing. That I could, could try. I don't know. I might have heard of a few creatures from the Underdark that are mighty weird. Uh, go to but an Underdark expert. Yeah, we, could, we should go tomorrow. He said he came from. Somewhere near uh, deep in Moscow, right? Something like that. I, don't, I mean, I mean, I mean. Obviously, Snoop. I mean, physically, that's where he came from. Physically, but I suspect he was just a dog thing. Uh. Snoop walks over to Oil Vein's uh, Oil Vein's leg and just stumbles as he walks over and collapses to one side. Oh, Oil Vein kneels down and uh, kind of tries to like he's uh, trying to see if he can. Hold him. See what if he's like actually responsive or anything. Uh, uh, Snoot looks up and goes, Aah! and more black goop falls out, <laughs> and then his head lolls to the side, and he stops moving. Snoot, and we'll continue next week. Snoot! Ah! <laughs> Snoot! Yes! Snoot! No! Snoot! Uh, uh, that's an amazing camera. <laughs> Good times, guys. Really good. And see. And see. Oh my god.